Eight four play podcast, TGS twenty sixteen spectacular JJ theme music go. I I totally don't. Know. <laughs> oh, and we're off to a roaring start here, folks. Yeah. Now you know why I couldn't leave the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's a it's good to be back. Uh, what a month we have had. We have a lot of uh, some interesting news, totally separate from the Tokyo Game Show. Yes. But uh, speaking of the Tokyo Game Show, as we are ostensibly a podcast about Japan and games and Japanese games They're sometimes, so even. So they say. Uh, why don't we start off kind of with a grab bag talking about that, because we have lots of special guests already here and more in store. So, speaking of which, uh, please pardon our mess as people are going to be coming in and out if you've listened to any of our previous TGS it's uh, gonna be rowdy extravaganzas yeah as I like to call it yeah. <laughs> JJ's like it's gonna get sloppy <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but yeah people are gonna be coming in and out and drinking and carousing and things are gonna be happening so um, this is our actually our anniversary though uh, as a podcast because we were born oh, yeah. on a Tokyo game show That's right yes. a day not unlike this how many years ago was that Five, maybe more than that. I think I'm it was six. Say. I think it was six. six. All right, it's when, been a while. Uh, we were birthed from sixth the, annual. Let's call it sixth loving. annual eight four play. <laughs> TGS spectacular begins now. Birth, <laughs> birth <laughs> from <laughs> the loving arms <laughs> of world exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, I am your host, yes. Mark Andrews McDonald. With me, a cavalcade of stars, mm. beginning with to the right. The man, the myth, the legend. Please, oh, uh, introduce yourself. I'm Justin JJ Epperson. I don't have a good nickname because I am in. A Moving case. on. That's <laughs> from him. I missed he you, Mark. Is, what do we have? Uh, this is Shane Mangod Bettenhausen. Happy to be back. All right, Ooh. the old standbys. To his rights, moving clockwise. Hi, this is John Riccardi, podcast regular. All right, Roy Blakely. Yep. Uh, nothing else to add. <laughs> you can call yourself a regular too. You're okay. a regular. I am. Podcast I am. regular. Part of the right. eight four foursome fearsome 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 fearsome. Yeah. I like that eight four foursome. Yes. <laughs> I like that a lot. And mystery guest. Alexa Ray Korea of GameSpot. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Alexa and everybody. Uh, so yeah, like I was saying, why don't we start off with uh, I can play the part of the audience here who did not go to Tokyo Game Show because, for all intents and purposes, I kind of didn't. Like I, you were on stage. I walked yeah. through some halls. Mm-hmm. I walked through. Some, I was actually there at one o'clock in the morning last night. Jesus, wow. yeah. So like, I'd never been a part of like rehearsals and that whole business. But um, but I didn't. The point is, I didn't get to see shit like all day. So I am very curious. Besides stuff I saw on Twitter to hear. Actual live impressions from actual live showgoers. So, Humans. who who wants to start with some some highlights? Let's, let's start off on some positives. Some like something surprised me, or something you were really excited to see that you really liked. Um, JJ, you were talking about Yakuza. Yeah. So I was uh, Graham, friend of the show, Graham Howard. Uh, kind of like we we came together, and he really wanted to see the new Yakuza game. And I'm kind of I've kind of like bowed out of the Yakuza series because it kind of is the same thing every time. So I wasn't expecting much. Mm-hmm. Um, but we waited in line, and uh, for which which game is it now? Yakuza Six. Six. Okay, and the, that comes out. Year. November, December? So I don't, year, I don't yeah. know if they've it's this announced year, it's it. This year has a date. Oh, yeah, it's really? This year. Wow. It's usually December. I don't know. That's anyway. impressive because this game is is now fully, completely voiced. There is no 
Oh, like text bubbles or NPCs, whatever. Wow. Every but every person is fully voiced. Well, and the big deal wow. is Beat Takeshi is in it. Yeah, right. Beat Takeshi, uh, Takeshi is in it as well as well as uh, who's who of Japanese movie people who, and stuff like that. For people who don't know who Beat Takeshi is, give uh, the uh, elevator. Well, he began summary. as a famous uh, manzai comedian, but went on to become a you know one of Japan's most beloved dramatic and comedic actors. Most famous probably for Battle Royale. Yeah, and yes. we've talked about him before director. a bunch on the yeah. podcast. Um, famous from listener podcast listeners may know him from the uh, the NES, the infamous Famicom game, yes. but the worst Famicom game ever, the worst Famicom yeah. game ever that he made because he hated video games and hated people who played them. <laughs> right, and so, so it it's kind of ironic. His return to yes. video games is in a movie or a game about. Uh, the mafia basically was he in the part that you were able to play no so the demo was set up into two different zones there was the like the shinjuku area and then the new area for this game hiroshima okay. um, which is more of a like countryside sort of setting mm-hmm. um so i played the shinjuku side and graham played the uh hiroshima side nice and like so the Shinjuku side is pretty much what you come to expect from a Yakuza game, except for now you can go in to any building, um, and like uh, fights just happen on the map. There's no like loading hmm. or cutscene or anything. They're just like you'll be wow. walking and like you'll see this gang of like you know ruffians, thugs, thugs or whatever uh, will just be like walking towards you, and they will be like very obviously like looking to start some shit, talking shit, and then you like walk up to them, and then like the clash happens, and like they redesigned the combat. It's like much more uh, physical, like you can really feel the punches and stuff like that. And hmm. they finally replaced all those fucking PS2 era animations. Oh, thank God! So is this like the first one that's like legitimately next gen, quote unquote? Like yes. PS4? So this is this is PS4 only. Right. No PS3 version. No finally. PS3 er- version. Yeah. Finally, going into any building, especially, sounds pretty. Yeah, crazy. it makes like, a big difference. Well, the graphics are quite good, especially the faces on the characters yes. look fantastic. They've always been. They've always pushed the faces really hard, and the graphics have always right. been pretty good. But yeah. Yakuza games. I will say though, the uh, while the faces in the uh, Yakuza Six look amazing, once they start moving, it's like, oh, it still looks like it. It still looks like that. Okay. Like if you put it up against Uncharted Four, right, right. It's, it's not. Well, it's not probably pushing pushing games. Yeah, true. But I mean, it's impressive for a Japanese sure. game, and so. Um, it's funny because on the Hiroshima side, you start out carrying a baby around <laughs> because part of, the, part of the plot of the game Hello, is that cub, uh. the, well, the the plot of the game is that the girl that you protect in the first Yakuza uh, has a baby and like gets hit by a car, and you have to protect the baby from uh, other gang members. Of course you do, yeah, because <laughs> you're the only one left to defend the baby. That's right. I mean, that's a com- compelling setup. But is there like is it like press triangle the baby? Like you use the baby as like a, you toss in a, in a, in a combo. The baby have you a combat toss, advantage. Yeah, you toss the baby up in the air and do a Baby's combo. Like a, there is there, there, you like a mag, <laughs> and you can evolve. There it. is a cutscene where Beat Takeshi throws the baby <laughs> up in the air, yes. and like they zoom in on the baby's face, and it's like <laughs> and the baby's. I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Oh and the God. subtlety was never exactly yeah. And the baby's face is like suit. one of the weirdest Uncanny Valley things I've is ever seen. Is it a famous seen. baby? No, it's oh. just a it's just a weird baby. Maybe it <laughs> is. Maybe we don't. Um, but yeah, like you know, um, I was very impressed because like I thought, okay, well, whatever. Like a lot of games have battles on the map. That's not like a thing anymore. But it really did feel kind of. That would change the game. Special, I mean, it would keep it, you yeah. In the game, more, it, it right? makes like, it makes the game feel a lot different than it did previously. And um, 
Uh, it's great that everything is voiced now. And one thing that they added to this game that I think should be in every game from here on out is during so during cutscenes or like you know conversations where the camera isn't like the normal game camera. Uh, during the cutscene, you can you can press circle to go to the next line. Hmm. So like hmm. instead of like skipping the whole cutscene or having to watch the whole thing, you can just kind of like how okay, I it, read it, I can go to the next one. Like like you would a text visually button. though. Does it, it just fast it's, forward it? It's like skipping chapters in a in a DVD. Oh, okay, so it just cuts right. to It cuts the, to the next line. Okay, that's and cool. uh, it's instantly. You mean instantly? Some games have done that before. Really, but, I haven't yeah. seen that, but it was. I was like, oh, this is great because yeah. like uh, like the first thing I did was a mini quest about a guy who lost his Roomba in the middle cu- <laughs> in, in the middle no. of Kabuki Show. No, because it's the most 2016. <laughs> no, yeah, edition. Because the ever. Roomba had. Uh, vacuumed up his uh, enga- engagement ring okay. that he was going to give to this girl, and so like you have to run around uh, Kabukicho <laughs> chasing this Roomba that has like it goes like ninety Is miles. This, like, power. Does the baby ride on it? <laughs> so where does the baby come in here? So the baby doesn't happen until you get to Hiroshima. Right. So in the Shinjuku well, side, there is no baby. You imagine the baby is after the Roomba. You imagine yeah. the two sides eventually meet up, right? Eventually, like, well, so the, the, the Roomba <laughs> eventually leads to this park where the Roomba like starts uh, like accosting these uh, 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 these thugs <laughs> in, that who are just standing around in the park, and like it goes around just saying like they're all dirty over and over and over again, what, and then. Talk? And then the uh, yeah, it does. It's like oh, it's dirty. Oh, it's dirty. And then, <laughs> and then the, uh, yeah, boy, the don't you ever had a I, Roomba before? I guess they, mine's not that they high talk, tech. Man. And the and the thugs they like don't. they like take it personally. Of course. And then like <laughs> this, you'd be pretty Roomba, upset if a Roomba came and insulted you. It has. Yes. <laughs> and this Roomba's pissing me off. And, and yeah. like and so They're you know you arrive the and then you have to beat them up. And sure. Then. I have a question. So if it's all voiced, but you can still read subtitles of what they're saying, right? Yes. Or do there you? are still subtitles. Okay. So like if they localize it and decide to leave all the voices in Japanese, we can still get a good localized version. That's not going to be hard to play. Right? Yes. And okay. and another good thing is um this is some thing that like this is like a total localization inside baseball thing but the game allows you to pick two different fonts really Whoa. so you can use the like almost like sans serif like cursive style font yeah. or a like a serif like clean so font either super all... readable or more stylized kind yeah of, exactly more, like yakuza and it doesn't yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's it pretty... doesn't affect gameplay anyway no it's no, no it's just reference. it's just if you want it to be easy That's to cool. read That's quite is, rare. is it wow. dialogue only or like menu stuff it. too wow you know, yeah. Eastbook 1 and 2 for TurboGrafx had different fonts you could choose. I That's remember that. Crazy. I think like three, no, three sure. different fonts. Why? So I was... Yeah. I, I was <laughs> one of the best games. Well, I was pretty excited about that. They let you play for a long time, and their like, little goods that they give you after you played it was a big box of tissues. Wow. I, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. What are you going to do with those, oh, you you do with those tissues? I have a baby. I have... Yeah, maybe. You're going to be for crying, the baby. JJ. Yeah. That's probably what it. What was the setup? Like, normally, it's like a hostess club or something with the baby angle. I'm wondering if there was more like the booth, the actual TGS... Oh, it was just like a normal thing, but all the attendants were dressed up as like street thugs, wow. <laughs> with like polyester suits and like like okay. flower shirts and okay. bad gold jewelry and, and stuff like that. Super polite as they yeah. ushered you to. Unfortunately, your booth babes are still a thing at Tokyo Game Show. Oh yeah, so there were yeah. like lots of like super sexy ladies walking around the Sega booth, you know, promoting Yakuza with like barely any clothes. Oh, on. so they and did have the like the hostess type thing going on again. You know, year? it could have been a hostess, yes. or it no, could have just been they, a booth babe. It's they, kind of hard they, to tell they, the difference. They, really, they, they both wear like no clothes. So. They no. do have the women who are cast as the hostesses in the game were out in front. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But the game is like it's nuts. They they let you I'm, you, I'm actually really interested in playing it. They they sit you down to watch like a 20 minute trailer before you play the game and they show all the things in it and like Virtual Fighter 5, the whole game. TB. 
is in yeah no. is Wait, in what? is in the yeah, game you go, game, game style. you go to a game center and yeah. play really well, all yeah, of Virtua Fighter I believe Yakuza 4 had Virtua Fighter 2 in it so there's a precedent yeah. for that. I mean for older games I understand but like Sh- well, I mean, uh, Virtua Shenmue Virtua hello right Shenmue right hello. hang on hang on and uh, what else is in there? and like yeah. you can t- you can take selfies um, you which can take is, selfies in every game. You no. t- you is there a <laughs> selfie stick? Final Fantasy 15 no. selfie. You just stand in front awkwardly, and it's funny because you can pick between four different like uh, facial expressions, and they're all like, <laughs> and they're all just like angry. <laughs> Japanese man. That's what I was gonna guess when you're like the Roomba went away. I'm like, what's the other 2016 thing that it would go away with? It'd be like a cell phone that you're well, yeah, taking you, selfies with or something. You you like, have a smartphone that like via like their their SNS or whatever their their uh their like version of Twitter yeah. you will get information about um like crimes going on in the city you're like you're like a you're Japanese yakuza batman right. cuz like uh, you know you you look on Twitter I'll just, I'm just going to call it Twitter for the sake of being right. easy to reference and like it'll say like you know uh, on this street, there's a girl being accosted by these three thugs. Okay, and then you'd be like, "I'm a, I'm on my way." I mean, GTA, and then you'd go over there. GTA Five had a fake Twitter, so it's not yeah, exactly yeah. revolutionary. No, right, right, right. But a it's few, it's just games it's have. just funny because you can just you can literally just play the game while running around from like small crime to small crime, right. beating up thugs. Guys, we live in Japan here, so when we get excited about these features, <laughs> you know, that you have in your Western yeah. games, just humor us. Okay, yeah, just, just be like, "Oh yeah, that's cool." This really? is Japan. Uh, We're still in Twitter, 2004. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it because, like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's kind of. I think it's a big deal for Japan. I was know. pleasantly surprised. Um, well, it's fine. It's about time, like, that they dumped PS3. Like, yeah. that's been yes. a, a problem yeah. here. It's needed to evolve. The yeah, for a and long it's time. it's kind of a chicken and the egg thing because the PS4 audience here was small, and so people weren't making games that were PS4 only. But then, you know, by proxy, then people were not upgrading to PS4 because they didn't have mm. to to buy the games. And so right. it was just like a cycle. But I now mean, it's finally, it seems like, starting to leave yeah. well, PS3 to, behind. Today, you know, well, we're taping Persona 5 just came out today. Yes. That did yes. come out on PS3 and PS4. But like, I expect the PS4 version will be a lot more popular here than the PS3. I hope so. That game looks fucking awesome. Yeah. So yeah. If, if they can... Games can look like that, like fine. Come out on PS3. That's we will get impressions for that next episode. By the yes. way, yeah. came out today. I have a copy. Roy, did you get yours? I didn't get it yet, but I played it at the show. Oh, oh wow! Okay. You waited. You, li- you waited. Line. Yeah, the it was game. a good line though. They it was like they kept you engaged. They had uh, a screen showing like little trailers, a trailer for each character. Okay, and then like I think a whole episode of the the anime that's coming out soon. Mm. Okay, so it's like it was a long line, but like. I did that. That that clip did not repeat once. It was all wow. New nice. Wow. So nice. talk about it. Talk yeah. about. Uh, well, sh- I shouldn't play. save it for, for. Well, no, no. Go ahead because I'm, I'm curious. curious. Yeah, a little well, appetizer. I mean, it's yeah. just your game show impressions. Well, so. okay. So the first thing I noticed was like visually, like every little flourish in a game is like beautiful. Every little movement. Every like even when you just take a step, there's like this like purple kind of aura puddle that appears behind your foot, mm. and like. The way that they do the HP bars. I mean, I think a lot of this stuff's already been shown. Well, the, like, UI stuff, is, the UI is, I yeah, think, ridiculous. the yes. greatest right. user interface ever created for anything. Absolutely. Ever. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. It looks pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. Um, also, there was a lot of, like, interaction with the map. Whereas, like, normally with, like, Personas, like, maybe you're opening a door. And that's yeah. about it. But, but there were, like, um, stealth elements. Hmm. Which made it, okay. like, that was, like, probably the biggest uh, addition to the game. Um, and there's like you know you can like hide behind walls, hide behind like chairs and stuff. Why are you hiding? Yeah. There? Because thief, right? Yeah, yeah, but like enemies that appear on the map, like you've always tried to avoid being spotted by enemies. You want to like kind of get the jump on them. Yeah. But now if if like you're hiding behind a corner and one comes close enough to you without noticing you, 
you can like press circle and you'll like quickly jump behind them and like jump on top of them and like stab them in the neck. And then it goes oh, into it goes into wow. like uh, okay. a battle where you have you have the uh, yeah. you have the advantage. Yeah, it's okay, like a preemptive right. strike. Yeah. That's okay. pretty cool. Yeah, that it wow. feels really good. To do so that. like just like simple sort of more meat and potatoes higher view. What were you doing in the demo? Like what was the section of the game that you played kind of uh, like? Well, it was about I saw they because we were waiting in line for so long. Yeah, I saw them load the save file multiple times. So it's about eight hours into the game. And it takes place... Oh, wow. So they just had, like, a save file that they had <laughs> yeah. made. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, and it was inside some kind of... It felt like a museum. So there were, like, paintings on the wall. Okay. And, like, vases. And uh, um, some of the things you had to avoid were, like, these, these like, laser sensors. Okay. You either had to, like, slide under them or jump over, which wasn't really all that complicated. But um, just made it feel a little more cool i guess you, you have, have like you a, a bunch th- of people in your party third, th- it's three people in the three party. people yeah you have like the first three people you get okay. so like you and um a girl and guy and this one basically <laughs> no, takes no i no adorable cat thing the ca- oh you did have the cat thing you did have the cat thing yeah i forgot about the cat thing all right and this one takes place like near here right like i mean it's a fictional place but it's it's the I game is young and jaya which is like right? starts there yeah. which is you know where dermot our intern lives is like sang right which is like yeah but it's basically like in the because sh- i saw people who got it yesterday a day early tweeting about like visiting Shibuya basically or something so like I guess oh that's cool so it has like the alternate world I mean GTA has done that before in past does it have like you know Shibuya Crossing and 109 and all that kind of in it too I think it well I only saw that museum level but I I mean I've seen uh, you know concept stuff for the game that very much looked like it was Shibuya Crossing so oh cool Oh, that, that's super exciting. exciting. <laughs> yeah. So you excited? Just as excited? More excited? I'm less excited way more excited. Oh, really? Way more excited. Like I was, I was kind of debating whether I was going to buy the Japanese version, but now after playing it, I'm like, I'm going to probably buy it. Like, what well, was not the... not after this because we're probably going to go drinking, but probably <laughs> tomorrow. Probably tomorrow. What was the aspect that you like? Hadn't, that you surprised you? Like, that you weren't counting on? Just how polished uh, it looked? Or... Well, yeah, actually, partially that. Just like how great everything looks. Like every button that you press mm. you're like rewarded visually mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. and then also just the uh the stealth stuff was a lot of fun cool mm. nice right on mm. what else other guys other people any any other highlights well, group uh, i went to the square enix mega theater which is not even a close you just walk up and watch all the trailers that's always something that's a tokyo game show and there's always new trailers for all the new games and uh, the near Automata trailer, while not sh- uh, while not showing much of the game, it did reveal a bunch of new characters who are all amazing mm. and in kind of scantily clad, you know, stylishly True. scantily clad. Was it more sto- like a story type uh, trailer, or was it, it was, a mix you know, of gameplay? And it, it, was, it was everything. I don't know if you saw the trailer at the press conference the other week, the other day, that was like showed nothing. They showed a little bit more than that, but it was still you know keeping everything very close to the chest considering it's coming out in Japan in February you think they'd be showing more of the game they did mm-hmm. announce the release date February 26th 23rd yeah one thing about both of those trailers is there's a lot of dialogue in there and the dialogue if you if you understand the Japanese the dialogue is important and fans in Japan will definitely get more out of those trailers than fans in the right. West like they're saying things in the dialogue that is like hints to the story and what's going on and there were like the stage play that Yoko-san did like last year or mm. the year before and like it's, parts of the story seem to be connected to that and stuff so like if you're a hardcore fan and you mm-hmm. watch these trailers you'll get more out of 
of it than we would. Yeah. But that said, the music, the music in today's trailer, because yeah. it's, uh, it's uh, Okabe-san, the same guy who did the music from Nier 1, which is like the best soundtrack ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounded so good. Yeah. We should mention also you're wearing a Nier. That's right. Oh, God, I'm going back and getting one. Yeah. Let me see the back. That's the one that you, oh, yeah. were, yep, that's the one that you tweeted. Oh. That's pretty cool. And just the aesthetics, you know, it's, it's, it's beautiful and austere and like, mm. I'm, I'm very excited for it. I like the look of that boss fight like a week or two ago. What was that around PAX time? Maybe Gamescom, I think, is when that came out. Yeah. That like kind of 3D bullet hell look. And they showed some characters today that were, you know, in the first game. Right. Maybe it's not, it doesn't make sense, right? Because they say it takes place like, what, 20,000 years? 11,000 or something? I think it's your like 20,000 or something. But like, yeah, there there were more references to the previous game than the previous trailer. I think it looked great. It was a really stylish trailer. Like, I was really impressed. Mm. It's like, it's, what is this weird world where like, Near is like being treated like like a triple A like amazing thing that I think it yeah. deserves because yeah. you know it's tr- surely didn't get that last time. Well, right? and I'll say at the, at the the screen when the Near trailer came up, a bunch of people like ran up to watch it, like clearly like Near fans. Wow, really? Yeah, nice. really into it, like gasping and stuff. It's been great you to know? see that just in general, the, yeah. the reaction mm-hmm. around any show, like even at the E three and whatever, just the general excitement. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, because when it was a new IP, no one knew what to make of it. Yep. When it came out, it was like got some good re- gr- good and great reviews, but also like a lot of not so good, and then just the the fan reaction, the building uh, on it just became this sort of cult thing. Well, and then to fast forward to the end, the last thing in the, in the series of trailers was a new Final Fantasy fifteen trailer, and you know, there's a lot. <laughs> How many? Let's start laughing. You start questioning highlights. We're keeping no, this up. No, and I'll say we'll get into that, that stuff there's later. There's so much negativity around this game yeah. from whatever sources, whatever reasons, but for me, yeah. I've been waiting for this game for some 10- of the, there's reasons for I, that. There's reasons for skepticism around well, the game. But I'll say, I've been waiting for it for 10 years, and this trailer I thought was one of the better ones. They showed a lot of things we hadn't seen before, and like, okay. you know, I had the feels. I had a little bit of like, good. you know, I, I feel like Tabata is doing a good job of conveying the emotional depth that this game is going to have, and it got me really excited about November, was it game, November 29th. Gameplay and story and Tons everything? of gameplay, tons of story. Okay. What, what was something new they showed? Like, um, I'm curious about that. Uh, they showed just like new environments I hadn't seen before. Uh, and, and you know some of the interactions with the characters you hadn't seen. I mean, seen. it looks gorgeous. More, it, more, exactly. more yeah. card pushing. The graphically. <laughs> less card pushing. A lot of Noctis on his cell phone getting angry. Knocked. Um, you mean knocked. knocked on his, but, <laughs> but specifically, you're talking about the faces. Like, so, you know, the facial animations are spectacular, actually. Yeah. In 15 yeah, graphically, well. yeah. I mean, no question. Like, the game looks really good. I mean, it, it does that thing where it, it fools me even sometimes if I see it out of the corner of my eye. It looks like that good about it being almost real right i mean Mm -hmm. not that i'm well really thinking that somebody's riding on a chocobo or whatever but like when they're pushing a car or whatever it's like it looks that good but then you know just as often something else comes in that makes me i watched uh, i watched footage of it on the one tv they had playing playstation pro footage Oh, I saw yeah, I saw Horizon running on that one. I we and it past. looked really good on yeah. PlayStation Pro. There was like mm-hmm. a scene of them like riding chocobos through a forest, and I was mm-hmm. like, wow, that looks really good. Cool. And also on Wednesday, or Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever the press conference was, they announced the bundle with the special hardware, the Luna edition. Oh, really? yeah. oh god, it's so beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's not it really fair. is. Yeah, I, and I think I, I think I might have to buy it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, it's pretty gorgeous. But that's the slim, right? That's yeah, that's a slim. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, isn't it, isn't it a pro or is it a slim? No, it's a slim. Oh. So still want it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, I mean, I, you know, hope springs eternal with Final Fantasy. I would love for <laughs> yeah. them to come back and just, like, knock one out of the park. Like, I, I, would, I want to believe. But I've been yeah. beaten that. We've but, been beaten yeah, down so just hard. Like, that 13 just like, was the last time I think I could, like, really have hope for something. Well, I think this will be better than 13. I really just get, well, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> better. Oh, there was also a new, That's a low bar. Very yeah, low bar. Exactly. Like, oh, you, really? Will well, it be better than 13? Yeah, another trailer they showed there was a new trailer for Final Fantasy XII Zodiac Age. And I'm somebody right. who never finished 12 back in yeah, the day. Same. I'm actually looking I really forward want to, play that. to trying it again. 12 yeah. is fine. 
I had issues with it back in the day, but it, it comes. I, I, I can complain apart. about it. It, comes, it falls apart. In the mm. last half. Yeah, of the game, it so. falls apart very quickly. So I 100%ed that game, and I absolutely hated it. Okay. Like, I I got the zodiac spear. I did really? the thing where you do the save file, and then you like continuously open that one chest oh, to see if you like oh. get it. Great game design um, right there. That game is just Star Wars with some chocobos and ugly moogles in it. Like it's not. Damn. Oh, nice. It's not good. I, I like this because I did, everybody I always <laughs> everybody always champions this game, and I'm like, I don't get Alexa, it. Thank you. Alexa's driving the My real people. talk express here. <laughs> no, it's just well the fact not that good. I did, it was the first mainline. Final Fantasy that I didn't finish when Same. it came out, so I always felt like I should give it another try. Just, yeah. I, I, no, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm a fan the of Matsuo, so I want to, yeah. I want to see it through. And like, I, you know, it is the better version, at least it's the one that came out later in Japan yes, with the, the job system, more customizable, and they're yeah. they're up, they're like updating it even further for this version, right? Right. It's got so. probably one of the best localizations of any Final it, Fantasy uh, absolutely. version. So like, yeah. that's something to look forward to too. Yeah. But you so, need a license to wear a hat, so I'm out. <laughs> 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 All right, so Alexa, what are you? What are you excited about? What did you see today that you that you liked? So I played uh, not one, not two, but three Dynasty Warriors spinoffs oh today. Oh. One one is not technically a Dynasty. Is, is Musou Heroes spin-off. playable? Uh, no. Oh, so I played. Yeah, oh, Musou Stars. stars. I mean, yeah, so the one that is not the one that is not the spinoff. I played uh, a little bit of Valkyria. Azure Revolution. Yes. Oh. So that game is set up like a Musou game. It yes. is. It's weird. It is a little strange. I thought they were changing it back after I the feel strange. Reaction. I feel very strange it about it. a little bit. It's like kind of having an identity crisis. Right, exactly. I was they, yeah. yeah, so they pulled it back and it's kind of now like in the middle. And like a sort of. Kind of. Yeah. So like like the demo has you go playing a, a one mission where you like go through and at the end there's this big boss. The demo, mm-hmm. the TGS demo. The TGS demo. Mm-hmm. Not yes. the demo they released like six before. months ago. So this, no, there's, there's a TGS the yeah. yeah, there's okay. a TGS demo and then actually did you get the invitation for the 2.0 beta? I got that. No. So they give you a card at the end to download this beta that's going on next Maybe month. Maybe I dropped it. Um, <laughs> but, so, um, well, here, Alexa, what, no, I don't no, want to steal. No, by all means, go ahead. So, like, it's it's hard to explain because it's like sort of a Musou game where you just run up to enemies and attack them, but it's also some sometimes a strategy game where like you are set up in this situation where there are enemies on the other side of this field and there are barricades and things to hide on ha- hide in and you kind of first you look at your situation and then you can kind of plan out an attack. But in the end, mm-hmm. it always just results in you running up I mean, and do just you, right. people. Do you issue commands to other characters? You can switch to char- other characters and play as yeah. them, but you're not like specifically issuing commands. But at no point does it play like Valkyria Chronicles. No, that keyword no. is sometimes. It's sometimes a strategy game. Yeah. Like, it does not feel... It's got the Valkyria name, but it just like is... It's not there. It sucks it's because it's it's really fun when you're like playing it like a strategy game, but then it just becomes Muso, and then at the end there's this like big boss to that, and it turns into like Monster Hunter, and it's like it's really uh, bad. Yeah, and like I don't know what's going on. I don't. Yeah, someone needs to like rein that art, shit in. Is the art good at least? Yeah, I like. It's fine. Design. Yeah, the character yeah. design is really beautiful, but like, the rest of it's like. I feel I w- the thing I feel bad about th- that game uh, for is that. Even if it succeeds as like a Muso style game, which it it does, maybe it will, but maybe it will. <laughs> Let's give it the benefit of the, de- the okay. doubt, the like extreme benefit of the doubt. Right. Well, if we're talking about just gameplay, the action in Muso is better. Right. But 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 what my point is is sure. that even if it succeeded as a, it was a great Muso game, yeah. it's like. That series is finally, I feel like, was sort of just getting recognized, definitely in the West. Oh, it and found appreciated. A, huge, a huge new audience on Steam and PS4. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It wants the strategy. That wants yeah. that from it. Well, I mean, it was more action-based strategy game, but it was 
strategy yeah. and then now like when it's kind of primed and i feel like ready to for maybe hit it bigger it's kind of like you were saying it sounds almost like an identity crisis whereas like in japan i'm sure they were like okay this game has to sell you know x numbers muso games are the new freaking like yeah everybody Everyone has one it's just yeah. out of control right muso. now you get a muso <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly no. yeah. but uh, i just like even if it succeeds they fix it, it becomes yeah. a good muso game to me it's like a shame because yeah, people aren't making that type of game. I mean, the reason that Valkyrie was popular, I think, in the first place was it was pretty unique, right? Yeah. It was exactly. A unique spin exactly. on a genre at that's le- not done a at lot. At least it didn't become a fighting game like Shining Force. Okay. Oh God. Oh, uh, don't just don't. Come on. Do you mean to talk don't. about Shining Force? Yeah, you can bring up Secret yeah, of Mana yeah, yeah, next. I know Shining like, Force Two is like your favorite game of all. Like time, it, it, yeah. this, it hurts me to even <laughs> think about what happened Pains to Shining JJ Force physically. Yeah, um, okay. But yeah, like the game, like there are brief moments where it's like yes, but then. And okay. then it's and then it's just not there. Uh, yeah, and then it just it's just weird to me that that business decision gets made. It's like, oh look, this game just sold like you said a million copies on Steam or whatever. Let's do something completely different. Well, like, I wonder what? if that, that had happened before the Steam mm. success. So? That the decision had already been made. Mm. I'm guessing maybe it's oh, not man. too late to fix it. I mean, it, once once, right. once it's out, mm. it's too late. <laughs> I think I kind of wonder in the demo if we were just overpowered because it's like you didn't really need to. Like think very much, but at the uh, end of the day, it, uh, it's so like game, every every, <laughs> every <laughs> encounter just kind of ends up that way, anyways. Just because there's like only two sides, and right. you're not doing anything like you know, yeah. making people go over here, or like you yeah, know, yeah, any sort true. of that's like true. strategy. It's just like how are you going to whittle down the numbers at the very beginning yeah. so you can run in and whack a mole? Yeah. yeah, I didn't feel like I was accomplishing anything, which is the thing that I loved about Valkyria. Yeah. So. Exactly, yeah. No way. What about otherwise um, in, in Muso land? <laughs> so, yeah. Many Muso adventures. My, today, was, today was Muso adventure for me. <laughs> um, I played uh, Samurai Warriors, which is mm. like the historical... Sanada Maru. Yes. yes. Like the historical based... Right. Thing, it's, and it's uh, a straight up Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, game. there are two. Di- there Wait, is actually, this not is. the old Samurai Warriors. This is a different. This Samurai is Samurai. It's a new Warriors. one. It's a new one. So, but it's the same series it's or Koei Tecmo. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. year's NHK's Taiga drama, which is their like historical drama, is mm-hmm. uh, Sanada Maru, which is based off of. Oh uh, shit! Is that the this general? Name yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. My wife loves that. This uh, <laughs> uh, general, um, and actually both the the Samurai Warrior series and the Basada series. Are mm-hmm. both releasing a game about that guy? Oh, yep. of course they yep. are. To take advantage of Smart. the NHK of series. So wait, is there still like magic and crazy shit happening, or is it like more realistic? So you can like you. It's it's definitely not realistic. You can like power up a little bit and have a little bit of like a magical charge to your attacks. But uh, the demo that I played was a level pretty early on in the game, mm. and it's like your standard Muso thing. You run in, you whack a bunch of enemies, you fill a gauge, you power up a little, you super whack a bunch of enemies, <laughs> and then you move on to the That's next like objective. That's like the best description <laughs> of a Muso game. Like did you, did you find any like Shumai on the battlefield and eat it? No, it was, like, it that's, was that's really bland. Like there was like there was just nothing <laughs> nothing special about it. It just felt like a Dynasty Warriors game in just like another like pretty skin and it looks really great like it looks great the graphics are great like the yeah. the, the character designs look really beautiful um, but there was nothing special about it and mm. I just feel like every game now ever, or every show or everything that's popular is just getting grafted onto the Dynasty Warriors framework, uh, right. framework. Which brings me to the other game I played, oh, which and, was Berserk. Oh, no. Oh, oh, that's no. about to come out here. Right? I was going to go play that, but yes. I got tired and left. But <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm like, Berserk is special to me. Me too. And it hurts 
to watch like the new series. You guys need is to have terrible. your own Muso podcast. I know. <laughs> like, so, break this hold on, Berserk, Berserk is like special to me. And the new the new like series that they have on TV is absolutely terrible. And this game just looks like another Muso game to me, and it makes me sad. So. Are you going to make JJ sad? <laughs> Please, I might, I might. I might make you sad. So I am also a very big Berserk fan. Uh, I got into it in college with uh, my, my best friend, and we would order Domino's and like marathon Berserk and get that super drunk fun. on Hell a yeah. Friday night, Hell which yeah. was great. <laughs> um, but uh, so my, prob- my, my beef with Koei Tecmo and the Muso genre is that they're literally doing it with everything. Like I did not like Hyrule Warriors. I mm. thought it was very bad. I hated the story. It made me cringe. Yeah. Um, I just actually reviewed it, the Attack on Titan one. Mm. And the thing about the Attack on Titan one is it it did great things for the Attack on Titan IP. Like it was a really great use of um, the omnidirectional mobility yeah. gear. Yeah. So it is it a little like, bit different than a, a typical Muso game because you're like flying around and killing and these giants. And it's awesome. The yeah. control, the way it controls and like actually like locking on to like one of the Titan's meaty haunches and slamming into it and knocking <laughs> yeah. it off is like really, really fun. Yeah. And it's very like uh, using the uh, using the gear like to just uh, go across a city is beautiful and it feels yeah. really great. Berserk Mm-mm. is kind it's 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 trying to be Berserk. It's like someone said, let's make a Berserk game, but this is a really easy framework to work with. Let's just do it. So you play as Guts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you are, I think I played as like new season guts because he had the, the arm, the arm cannon, the black swordsman, yeah, okay. black black swordsman Wait, guts. He has a gun. And, um, his uh, he, he, has he a gun got his arm his cut wrist. off, but he attached a cannon. He put a gun in it because why not? Sword. That's all I really know. There were too many berserk. swords, not yeah. enough guns. I've been played a berserk game since Dreamcast Berserk Guts Rage. Yes, that that's right. same <laughs> good game. He still have yeah. a, a giant sword. Is that, yes. yes, he does. Yes. Okay. yes. Um, so you play as Guts and like you're talking to like Farnace and a lot of the characters in the yeah. new season and you're just in this random village and it's like Guts the demons are in the village yeah. oh no so you have to like clear so you have to clear uh, clear the, the, the village of these generic demons that all sort of look yeah. like little like pig monsters with like extra long legs and they're like jumping around at you and Guts handles very heavily like yeah. I get that you're playing a character that has like a giant weapon then he has to pick up and swing, around, swing, swing around but I'll press like the light attack button and it'll be like lift swing and there's right. like a full two seconds between when I press the button and when that thing makes contact like yeah. and I mean, it's just you can make slow. a heavy feeling weapon still feel right, right but right. you can make a heavy yeah. feeling weapon just feel shitty too like Dark Souls or Monster yeah. Hunter perfect yeah. examples yeah. of like, yeah. you can make Heavy weapons still feel like control well, but when it's bad, it's really bad. Yeah, and it looks like like it like when I'm playing as guts, like it looks like it does in the anime. Whenever you see him attack someone or pick up his sword or anything, but it felt really sticky. And like part of what makes those Dynasty Warriors games good at all is because you're moving really quickly and you're just crunching through hordes yeah. of enemies. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't do that in Berserk. Um, you can activate mm-hmm. Rage Mode when you fill your gauge or Berserk Mode or whatever, yeah. and then mm-hmm. uh, you can move like a tiny bit faster and like Mm. be a little more powerful but it's still sticky and like i i i I just don't know like they're trying i understand that they're trying to make these games feel like the anime but i feel like that kind of stickiness and that kind of slowness is not going to work right and also just like the new anime series is not good please don't please just go back to griffin happy fun times yeah Mm. i'd like when i was watching it it just looked like you all the enemies were they look like giant turds and you <laughs> You know what yeah. Well, I look yeah. like you're, like for two, two literally very interesting description yeah. like they're brown yeah. Yeah. they're like, like little little turds and um with red eyes yeah, with just, red they eyes. jump and, and like it's just scary. it just you you're like a you're like a you're, you're like a turd mower you like <laughs> walk around just like 
cutting turds and it just yeah. just did not look appealing which is a shame because that is a that is a series that has a very rich story and great writing well, also should yeah. lend itself to like a muso style game right yeah. not knowing anything about berserk except like from the from the sidelines kind of just very little seems it, like if there's a ip that could work fit itself well to a Muso game, it would be that, no? It should be more of a story-based game. Because Berserk so is more about the story. story. But that guy's doing something with that right, giant fucking right. sword, right? He's not like... Just... But it's not just about... Like, it's... Uh, sorry, Mark. No, <laughs> it's not, it's not, <laughs> I know, JJ. He's, no, I know. Look, I don't understand. He's not the main character, understand. but... JJ, like, he doesn't get it. It's a deep it. allegory about yes. the human no, condition. He's not, he's not one of us. Yes. There's, like, there's like a lot of politics and stuff like that. It's very much a story-based thing. The the action and the gore and stuff like that is almost kind of second to... Of course. Of course. It is very gory action and yeah. oh, the, game, well, the game is like it's probably, like brown for days just like brown roads <laughs> brown fences brown turd, turd, enemies. Yeah. turd enemies and then you like hit one of them the wrong license hit one of them thing. and it's just like giant blood spray like, like a oh, binding right. of Isaac okay. Okay. Well, that makes me a little happy there you go. well it's all this crazy. negativity I want to talk about a beautiful aesthetic the perfect game that I might call the greatest game at Tokyo Game Show please Uh-oh. Shane that would be what could you be talking about enhanced games res infinite oh my god oh, can we talk about that now oh, we, today there was an amazing stage show starring gaming Jesus where he played area for the first time publicly. You can talk about... I saw the stage show. Okay, the stage yeah, show. you can talk about that. Yeah. Yes, you can talk about okay. that. Um, this is a part in the podcast <laughs> where we remind our viewers that yes. compliant with FCC regulations, uh, everything said on the 8-4 podcast you should assume to be a lie we are right. that we shit. tell to you I'm not in order saying to this further is, our interest. No, I know. I'm, I'm not just, saying this I'm, is good because, it's, exclu- because it's exclusive to the PlayStation VR coming out October 13th. But <laughs> I forgot to mention that we worked, uh, we worked on Nier Automata, the game we, like, we were like, you know, gushing no, over. No, I don't, work on, I don't work on Nier, and I'm the one who gushed about that. Can, can, can I say anything about Area X, like how how I feel about Area X? No, no. But next podcast you can't. <laughs> okay, next podcast you can't. I'll say so it is visually is arresting. Out. It is gorgeous. Ooh, nice. I was arrested by the visuals. <laughs> the booth that they had was amazing. You like, guys booth set up like is badass. They had a, a like a like a screen on the ceiling sort yes. of thing going Which I've on. Never so seen like, before. It was awesome, especially like I took this perfect picture of, like Miz sitting there while Mark was playing Area X, and like you know like. All this stuff was on the screen at once. It was like this, like you know, snowstorm mm-hmm. of like beautiful visuals, and then all that was repeated on the right. ceiling. So it just looked like oh. you're in this like fantasy infinite land. world of gorgeous. I've media. never seen that, that kind of ceiling setup before screen, but now I want one that's all the walls and the ceiling, and then the floor maybe in like right. two or three years. Oh, just speaking like, of the devil, yeah. talking about Rez, yeah, yeah, look who just walked. Oh my goodness! Say right. the name Woo! three times, and he appears. Up until now, no. we've only shown like you know the remake of the classic Res for Dreamcast and That's PS2, right. and this is yes. the new experimental area. That's right, which uh, we're not going to talk really too much about, but you'll be hearing hopefully about uh, very soon. Very soon. But, uh, but it was exciting just to see it finally on a stage and to to know that it's coming in like a month. You know. Thank yeah. you very much. I, I'm very. Excited I'm about super it. excited about this game. We yeah, we helped out on it. Mark is a big part of it now. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But like you know, we try to work on stuff <laughs> that we care about. So like, it's not weird that we're excited. Like right. that is honest to god. Like I have two PlayStation yeah. VRs pre-ordered. I got to do something about that. Right. Well, and, and like this is the first game I want to play. One, Red, it seems well, like pre-orders Red, are hard to get. Damn. Yeah. Pre-orders I, are hard to get. Yeah. I can't wait. I think it looks Pre-order great. Now. It Red. looks like the best. Like of the batch of games that are coming yeah. out on day one, it's like the one I want to play the most. Um, just as far as VR, having played it at the. Mm previous demo stuff you know too like it's it actually is really suitable well, in and, VR and even if you played the hell out of the old version of the game you'll be surprised it's like going through the original res again with you know the head the head mount display using that to aim it really is it's a more natural experience yes. and it's kind of like easier and more fun than I had playing it back it, in the day for me just I'm just talking about the base game uh, it feels like the way that res meant to be 
I've heard Mizuguchi say that too. It's kind of the way he wished it could have been. Like this is like the like the full realization of the whole concept Mm. to me. Yeah, Yeah, I spent a lot of time on the original, obviously, so I played the hell out of. Who are you? Jake Castle. I'm Jake Castle. I worked over at seven years ago. Fifteen years ago, it turns out. Wow, you're old. Fifteen years ago this year. But when I was playing it, the playing with the pad and playing with your head. Like, it took me a while. I was like, wait, am I moving with my head or am I moving with my fingers? And well, I couldn't... You, you can like, do either one, but it's better with your well, head. Well, I was doing kind of both. And, like, it was yeah. really seamless. And it just is so easy to, to do. Mm-hmm. And, like, you kind of quit thinking about it, which is the whole point. And, yeah, everything just looks fantastic. For me, the weirdest thing was the scale of things. Because, mm-hmm. like, especially as, like, the designer looking at a little, old, you know, CRT monitor 15 years ago. To see these things flying by the size of a Volkswagen <laughs> was really <laughs> oh, yeah. weird. I mean, they, you know, and they really have presence, well, even these things. And I'll uh, say, if you're an expert res player, like, the fun thing to do in this is, like, between the layers during those transitions to, like, look around to see things you wouldn't yeah. ever have been able to see before. To just kind of, like, yeah. stare at the backgrounds and do all sorts it's of It's really stuff. cool to be able to play a game you played so many times years ago, but, like, explore it in a way you couldn't before. Right. Just, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, even, like, in the demo that, you know, has been at trade shows before where, like, you're fighting the boss and you turn around and see him behind you and stuff. Right. Like, it's cool that, oh, hey, the rest of the game world does exist. I was just never That's able to That's the thing it, about you know? VR is that, like, you can kind of become a tourist in these worlds where you just, like, can look over and look at the wall and it kind of becomes, like, you get a... Con- I mean, it's weird to say that you get a connection with the wall, but, like, you can... <laughs> you can kind of... <laughs> you you, you, you get that become sense of presence and it kind of feels like, okay, you're in the, in the world as kind of like a tourist looking at things... Through a different lens, and well, it's, I remember the, one of the first moments I ever put on a VR helmet was when we uh, with our DK one, and we put in this janky ass version of uh, Left 4 Dead two, mm-hmm. yeah, and it like barely worked. And it was super. Somebody had like kind of strung this thing together where you could kind of play it, and I was standing there right in the beginning of the game next to the coach, and he's this big living breathing guy right next to him, and I felt like safe already because he's so big and strong. And then like this horde of people <laughs> zombies that are the same size kind of as people. Lost in his eyes. <laughs> Yeah, but, you're right, yeah. the scale, the scale. But, no, no, the scale. Yeah, and then, like, yeah, these, I, these, these humanoid-sized things, my brain is recognizing as completely right. humanoid mm-hmm. and the same size as me, and they look like people, but I could tell that they're dead and they're trying to come kill me was really, like, I remember going, damn, this is yeah. going to change everything. Like, this really, it just, it immediately, you can't explain that. I, I try to explain to people who haven't played VR that this scale changes everything, and they're like, it's impossible Did to anybody describe, try the Space Channel 5? Jake, did you try spent, Space Channel? I spent half the day there, but I was not uh, able to play Mystery it. Mystery guest okay. was uh, able to to uh-huh. play it. Let's get this man on the uh, introduce yourself, Mystery guest. Hello, I'm the Mystery guest who tried the Space Channel Five uh, <laughs> demo today um, at, uh, at at Tokyo Game Show. Is that Chris Kohler, aka Kobun Heat, aka I was, oh, I was Curry gonna, Expert? I was going to uh, like give hints, like what's uh, going on. I was, 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 was going to say a little bit like Casey Kasem, the, um, yeah. the, 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 the Long dedication. I am Chris Kohler, former host of the uh, NeoGaf podcast yes. um, with Justin. Oh, my goodness. Wait, that was a, that's, that's real? Yeah. Yeah. Was there when D. Charlie got alcohol poisoning yes, and got called to the hospital? We that were was, all there. We don't tell that oh, story, wow. but that, I mean, uh, that did happen. Wow. Yeah. We don't have audio of that, do we? No, unfortunately. I, I Space, Channel Space Channel 5! Space Channel 5 VR demo. Uh, yeah, Space Channel 5 VR demo wasn't really much of a video game. It was, right. it was sort of looped into this whole um, Vive demo that is about um, interacting with other real people in VR so Mm -hmm. like there was a a virtual avatar that was a guide from HTC and then there was another guy doing the demo and we were all in there with our avatars and it's like oh you guys can now play darts together against each other and you know and then you can compie with these champagne glasses and then it's like you were using the same lighthouses like you were all three in the same space no 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 it was three different spaces and they brought us all together like a live event kind of viewer thing you can't share lighthouses though no right but it was super oh okay no 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 no. we were not in the uh, we were in different spaces you're like network this could be like an online experience 
yeah, like which like oh, you know they sort of showed off with Oculus Touch, right? Like they, right. they have that demo with Oculus Touch too. But this was this was kind of janky. Like it wasn't really like you know. But anyway, then it ends on uh, it ends on Space Channel Five, and so you're basically you are imagine that you are inside in VR the first level of Space Channel Five when she's like walking through the space station, and yep. Space Channel Five is going on around you like she's doing up down left right choo 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 with mm. the aliens and saving people, and all you're doing is watching this go on while you shake the Vive controllers to um, to ON to, to you know cheer on the mm. um, sounds kind of Hatsune Miku esque yeah it's nothing esque I mean it's really just <laughs> it's, at, at this point it's sort of like a oh look Space Channel Five remember that um, are the assets the same old assets or they, they I think Jake can not. speak to that yeah so I also worked on Space Channel Five seventeen years you ago. invented Evila right <laughs> I, well I didn't invent her but uh, I modeled her. What'd um, you just call did her? You, did you model Lala, Space Michael by any chance? Did, did you ever meet Lala. Michael Jackson? No. Her her uh, yeah, antagonist. Her oh, twin? oh, oh, okay. Have you ever played like, the game? No, that's why I thought you were mispronouncing Do you even, do you like, even know Space Michael? Do you even know Space Michael? Thank you, Space Michael. <laughs> so anyways, I spent the first half of the day. I walk into the show, and you guys are playing Res. VR on the stage. Thanks for telling me about that, by the way. Um, <laughs> I tweeted it. I got yeah. super yeah. lucky. I literally walked in right what? when you guys were starting. I tweeted it. It's a medium no basis, Jake. Why the fuck didn't you tell us that we could do the Synthesia suit at the show? Oh, I also Synthesia. didn't know about that either. Synthesia suit. I didn't know about that either. I, I actually named that, by the way, and I couldn't even say it right. But <laughs> Have you worn it? Have you worn it? I, I haven't yet. A full it, half it hour changed my life. I want to... I tweeted it. Did, did you, why didn't you go today? We have a line. There. We have a line chat. Well, because I went there and you weren't there. <laughs> JJ's so betrayed. JJ's very upset about yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. 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 betrayed the rule of line chat. Me. Yeah, it's we just but have anyway. so many ways to talk to each other these days. It's like, well, oh, I slacked it to you. Well, I was just checking my Twitter DMs. Well, <laughs> anyways, I spent the first you know while at the show watching this 15 year old game that I worked on with these cool people. Many years ago, I'm glad you said game that I worked on at the end of that sentence. <laughs> we rebooted years later, and then right after that, I went to the Space Channel Five area with the same, you know, it was the same team. It was the UGA team members, and and oh, the whole crew was there. Like Miyabi-san was there, and Yoshinaga-san was still at Sega. Oh, did you miss the Skulls of the Shogun VR session that I was hosting? Yeah, that's a good thing to point out because a lot of people don't know that the people who are doing this demo for for what is it for for who's the actual for, for AU? It's for AU, right? AU, yeah. Yeah. It's grounding, Japanese right? self-grounding. Yeah. Yeah. The people who actually yeah, worked on Space Channel Five, the director, the character designer. It's like it's not just like some and, random people. Taking they the did license. pitch it as like a showcase or something. They didn't yeah, say it was a game. It's not a game. Interactive experience. They say but, that more is coming. They say that like a okay. fuller experience. is And they coming. did say that too. Do you know yeah. if they got permission from Madame Kier or whatever her name is? Lady Miss Kier. We're going to drop that right now. Yeah, we're not going to bring that. Groove is in the heart, motherfuckers. But yeah, it's largely the original team. And uh, this Chris is probably going to find out tomorrow. We're going to I set him up with Mineko to do a, a talk about all this stuff. Cool. But apparently they, uh, and I don't think they're going to mind me saying this, uh, the assets were basically lost. Like these old DAT tapes from Sega from yeah. 17 years ago. Oh, wow. Turns out uh, it's not super easy to Maybe do. they're in your dad's basement with all the fucking res shit <laughs> yeah, didn't that you I asked you for like, six months ago. A week, a week, <laughs> I found it that day. Like a week ago we were in Seattle for PAX and Jake randomly found like the original sketches for res like in his dad's basement. And right? not just his art books, but 
he... all of them. <laughs> can I? Can I ask? Like, why did he have everybody's art books in America? They're... Did you steal them? No, like, out, when right? the project ended, everyone was just throwing all their shit away, and I'm like, wait, 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 no, 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 throwing no. it out. Yes, they were like just wow. throwing. Dude, I'm garbage. glad you had the thought to archive that because in Japan, it, it, often people lose the original. Yo, no, stories. Well, these aren't like finished pieces of concept art. They're just sketchbooks. No, this is everyone's like super sketchbooks. But but Jake, you do like I knew that you had them somewhere. It's like Jake would never throw that away. Is that content going to be in the special collector's edition book? It is potentially. It is. Yeah, it is. Pre-order IMABid.com right now. Scanning the stuff right now. So there's it's funny. It's funny because my dad, my dad has like six of my treasured boxes. I've gotten rid of most of my stuff at my dad's house, and I have like six boxes down there. And he's like getting old and crazy, and he's adamant about turning this into like a sunroom or something. My dad, you're never gonna do anything in this room. This is perfect as it is with my boxes of shit in it. Why would you want a sunroom? You're so weird. So he made me, and I was in I was in town for in Seattle for six weeks, and so it ended through packs. And the last day I'm there, like the last couple days I'm there, he's like, if you don't get this out of here, I'm going to throw it all away. And I was like, no, no, just, God, fuck. Okay, I'll go look at it. I'll see what's in there. I tore this thing open, and it's a bunch of my old my old sketchbooks from not red stuff, but just mm-hmm. like sketchbooks. Like my best sketchbooks ever that I haven't seen in... All from that same period? Or? From the same period, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's been, I don't know. It's, it's like been the 2000, years, 2001, maybe something like that, yeah. yeah. And so I thought that stuff was just gone to the wind. I had no idea what I did with it. I put it in a really safe place, turns out. And my dad was going to throw it out that day, and so literally it was the day that I was going to come down and see you guys, and Mark's like, you've got to have more stuff. I was like, I, I, don't, I do, but I don't know where it is. My dad forced me to clear out my shit, and suddenly there's like literally, I mean, it's about, what, that's, eight inches tall worth of just sketchbooks. Yeah, it's like six or seven sketchbooks of, of all the different amazing. artists who worked on it. And there's like... There's Particularly Matsuzaki-san, who was the guy that designed most of the bosses and stuff, and his sketches are just, I mean, you saw, they're There's mess. stuff in there, too, that you were talking about, like the dude riding on a throne of speakers. So I'm like, Whoa. what? I didn't oh never God, knew about right. that. Well, that stuff like, is so old. Like, I know about it, but like none of that stuff ever, you know, was seen. Yeah. Because it was just like, we went through so many early prototypes before it kind of went into full production. That was the part that interested me because we're doing like a little like we showed it on stage today, but we're doing like a little mini documentary about the making of it. Mm-hmm. And so we started looking back at like the the prototypes and all the different versions and like it went through like a lot of different like, totally different totally visual mm-hmm. styles yeah. and totally styles of games and whatever. And so like I mean some of the things there's that one that's like burned in my head for forever. There's like a wall with like these giant like chicken heads coming out of it. Do you what? remember the point? Yeah. You were like, that doesn't, going you're like, yeah, yeah, that doesn't like fit in my vision of Red. Yeah. <laughs> but then there was the, the thing of the game that people have seen before was a guy running. And there's one in there where you're like running and you run into like a giant fish and its mouth opens and you run into the mouth and then the, the level continues. And there's a crazy psychedelic, oh more hell? psychedelic. It ended up going a little nuts. more like I mean, cyber. They like is one of the most talented, crazy, one of those crazy people that just draws all the time yeah he's super good and so half of the stuff is work stuff and then half is just like him blowing him up just steam like, just drawing yeah. weird shit there's some good shit in there anyway yeah pre-order nice. now <laughs> I, I, I didn't steal the stuff just for the record I asked for them I said hey <laughs> no, can I have that throw it yeah. away, which you know and like we got on this conversation because Space Channel 5 it doesn't surprise me at all it depresses me but doesn't surprise me that it's just like no who had who has the tapes or whatever I was like where can we get all the old prototype versions of res? And they're like, I guess, like, I don't know, maybe on the internet? It's like, <laughs> really? And they, they are, there are. Like, people do have it. <laughs> if you go true. on YouTube, yeah. like, you can see people have earlier versions. And I'm like, is this like that? And Mizuguchi should be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about it. Like, we used that track that one wow. time to test the thing. I'm like, okay. There's like historical perspective was just not here at all and to some degree well, still it, isn't I mean, but big companies like sega and these other big studios will will do an attempt to back it up the problem is they generally back up just 
the final version, right? They they back up the shipping version of the game, right? And like the assets that are kind of in whatever state by whatever team who left them in whatever state, right? And they had some weird arbitrary rule set for how they were communicating which animation was played next or whatever. Yeah, turns out that the background stuff was all just in the ghost sphere somewhere. And so Hinosan, who was the guy who designed a lot of the the background stuff for the original game, he's at grounding now and he just banged it all out again. So oh nice, <laughs> wow. okay, nice. But the the assets, the in game assets, the, the character stuff is from Space Channel Five Two. So okay. I'm sure you'll hear all about this tomorrow. But uh, cool. I'm pointing at Chris right now. Right on. With my eyes. What about so so VR was like a, a lot of heard a lot at the show. Other VR stuff. Did anybody? Can I tell you a crazy story? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, Captain Ottman, friend of the show, friend yes. of everybody yeah. here, yeah. Uh, who's now the CTO of Oculus. He was standing around looking days at the show after I was talking oh, he's to, here. to Mineko. And I was he, like, hey, what are you doing? He's, what the fuck? Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm heading to Narita soon. I've got like 10 minutes to chat. I was like, cool. We haven't ch- caught up in a while. I saw him in Seattle Oculus a couple weeks ago, but he was there for just a couple minutes. Anyways, I was like, oh, that's cool. When did you get in? He's like, five. I was like, wait. He's like, yeah. I was like, wait, five you flew in today. from the West Coast. Wow. You got into Japan at five o'clock this morning. He went to his hotel, took a shower, got changed, went to the show. And then he was going back to the airplane, and he was flying back home. Okay. No. Like, when you say Jesus. flying in for the day, yeah. which is something you do from Seattle to San Francisco, when say. Because he, he commutes. Does he, is he still commuting from Seattle to San Francisco all yeah. the time? Maybe he's just used to it. But that's, that's I don't know. Bonkers. I thought that was kind of crazy. Unless he was here for to be in Hong Kong for something. No, no. He was just seeing the Tokyo okay. Game Show. Like seeing his guys, I mean, you, you don't get jet-lagged. If you think I guess not. I saw Palmer Lucky playing Resi. Uh, Nice, that did. was cool. Yeah, oh, I got cool. to talk to him a bit about it. He was he was into it. Yeah, nice. I talked to him the other night for like five minutes at our party. I didn't know who he was. Like I, I recognized him, but I was like, <laughs> I, I I get a lot of guys coming through oh, our weekly. You're like, yeah. sir, I'm sorry. Fans. There's no flip flops allowed in this club. You're gonna have to leave. <laughs> well, that was the funny oh, thing. He I, had flip flops on and like Hawaiian shirt, that's or whatever, his thing. and like over there, you know, like a, that's like his a, thing. And I was just like, oh, I, I've seen this guy somewhere. Little did I know it was like Time Magazine or whatever. But I was yeah. like, oh, I probably saw him at a drink thing. When I started like having small talk with him, and he's like, yeah, like I didn't get my business. He's like filling out his name. He's like writing out his name on a piece of paper for our party because. He didn't like have a business animal. card, like a yeah. and I'm like, animal. oh yeah. He's like, yeah, I didn't get my business card at the time. I had him in English and Japanese. I'm like, oh, that sucks, man. We'll have a good time in the party. And then like two seconds later, JJ comes up. He's like, the guy with the flip flops. That was Barma Lucky. I was like, yeah. Oops, I'm glad I didn't say anything stupid. I uh, don't have my business card with me, but here's a million dollars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I saw. I so like everything VR had a ridiculous line today that you just could not like. I mean, even right. even like the worst VR stuff had a, a business terrible day. Line. Yeah. Which is yeah. Um, uh, interesting. But it's going to be crazy. I it's did be get to see at the Square booth, they had something called Project Hikari, which okay. is like basically, so is it is basically a VR manga experience where like you are inside of manga. I heard about wow, this cool. and actually one of the Famitsu editors was talking to him and I was like, what's cool here? And that's the one thing that he said. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, like, so how does it work though exactly? So like, I don't understand. You, you, understand. You're basically, you're, you stand there and at the, the beginning of the demo, it's basically like a, a 3D scene um, with one of the characters from the manga like saying stuff and then he lays down, he like lays down on Bye a bed. By man god, Shane. By man god. He's out. Farewell. <laughs> <laughs> and like he lays down on the bed and then like basically manga panels will fly up at you and you can like grab them and look at them closely and like look at them from other sides but that's kind of like just to show you how you could read manga in a VR sort of space so then, they're, they're flying at you sequentially so like yeah it like it, it like the a panel comes up and then like panels will start to pop up around you and stuff like that hmm. but then it transitions to where like basically it's all game graphics that looks like manga and it 3D play, or yeah 2D? 3D 3D okay. and and like it just kind of like 
plays out like a manga. Like there will be a panel, and then 3D models will be there, and you can like look into the panel and like so see stuff. The panel stuff. is just like a window, like onto a window. 3D models that are you can if you move your head, you'll see right. Them and then there. like it, like the you know the windows expand, get smaller, move around, and all sorts of stuff. So okay. you're like kind of like it's. Uh, and and then it ends where like the panels kind of go away and then you're just like basically in a manga and it's happening around you. It's like it's not a game per se, but it's just kind of another way to like show off around with yeah to potential show, ideas right for to show how, how you could adapt different kinds of media to VR. What's it Interesting. called? It's called Project Hikari. And this is at the Square Enix booth. This is at the Square Enix booth okay. in the back. I think that's pretty cool. I was just okay. talking so to Shane uh, the other day about like you know the possibilities for like you know watching sporting events in VR and stuff. Maybe this is another thing like uh, people have been talking about in the West, but I hadn't heard much about it until the PlayStation conference the other day. Right. But, like the concept of like doing stuff like that, doing like everyday stuff like reading manga or like watching a, a you know like a football game like but like well, being in an environment thing, where you feel like you're in the stadium you yeah I, that is really cool the stadium thing you know i've heard people talk about it and they're like oh you can choose you know what football player do you want to look at the perspective from or whatever but <laughs> they the, have like cameras on their butts or whatever like right, yeah. Yeah. Around. but the mentioning the 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 the, the playstation uh pre-tgs the sony pre-tgs press conference the one thing that i w- thought was interesting of that that i hadn't really thought of and i'm not sure i still know what i think of it was the the experience where you come home and there was the the oh, man. video where the woman comes home and is just like tired puts on the vr headset it's like a field of flowers and then she's just doing what you would normally do <laughs> which is her smartphone but she's like in a field of flowers yeah. doing it and i'm like that's amazing wait a yeah. second yeah like act People might would want to do that stuff, and somebody I thought it was you, JJ. Was like, why the fuck would you? No, no, I'm okay. I'm totally was somebody on, board on Twitter was like, why the fuck would you do that? And I'm like, actually, it's like separate from the field of flowers. To me, the genius of that is like instead of like Vive, where you have to switch to the camera, actually representing your smartphone in the world, whatever game you're playing as like an OS level thing. We totally talked about that on the podcast like a year ago. We were yeah. like, wouldn't it be awesome if you could like put your phone in VR and yeah. like, do all that shit? In an, and that's exactly what they're doing. I'm like mm-hmm. super excited you could, about it. Exactly. Troll Twitter in in the middle of a real dungeon, you know? (laughs) Hey. And then on the other hand, it also feels like a product they would sell you in Wally. Yeah, yeah, like yeah in, no, no. It's total like dystopian, fucked up future. Yeah, completely. Like, everything's okay. It, yeah. Everything's fine. Exactly. Look at balloons like, yeah. and flowers. You disconnect yourself from reality. It's exactly. funny that you mentioned two levels deep. Connect, you disconnect yourself from reality. It's funny like, that you mentioned that because the commercial was very much like a '90s sci-fi dystopian future like commercial, like from like a, a yeah. demolition man or something like a that. A lot of VR ads are looking like that, yeah. like these days, <laughs> and it's just because that's it's the shit they were thinking. It's coming true now. Everything's okay here. So here's my question about your manga experience yes what is the head tracking like because i am prone to motion sickness so i can do very little vr experience okay so i am a uh, hypersensitive to motion sickness and i was totally fine actually my experience with the vive so far has been great i haven't gotten motion Mm -hmm. sickness yet oculus i have but vive has been great and that's the particular experience because it's mostly stationary it wasn't i didn't have a problem Okay. I mean, I'm talking like I got motion sickness playing Okami, so like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I <laughs> wow, get it bad. Really? I get it bad. No well, kidding. that is bad. Um, okay. Let's see. We were talking about other uh, VR things. Uh, also from the PlayStation conference, I didn't know was Summer Lesson had that been announced as a launch game until the? Um, I don't think it had been announced as a launch game. Okay. Then, no. So like, I'm I'm upset that they're a launch game because I think that that I'm uh, happy and upset because. 
I'm happy because they're gonna that thing is gonna sell a lot of units here in Japan, mm-hmm. and I'm upset because there's a lot of people that are probably only gonna buy that <laughs> game and only gonna ever play that game here in Japan. Especially that they're doing like DLC packs, which is also like really smart. What um, makes you say that? Which part? The DLC packs? That people or? are only going to play that game? Well, just because I think a certain, like, style of person, <laughs> holiday, hikikomori, people, I would not even say. There are, there are like, a lot of lonely to, people. There are people, like, there's a, people, you know, that are that don't leave, and this is, like, a, a their apartment or house, and here's a... The people that buy the body pillows, right? reason, Yes. Let's just say that crowd. Body the body pillow. pillow crowd. The one that looks like an anime girl? No, not a girl. Okay. All right. All right. But, but, you know, and I think, like, as an AI, like, exercise, I think it's super interesting. Like, I'm going to play that immediately. Like, I wanted to. Well, it's not. I mean, it's. I don't think it's an AI game. Like, I don't think that's the. That's not really the, the concept. The concept is that it is a. It, it it it's sort of like Princess Maker or one of those games where mm, like you right. are you're the tutor of this of this girl and so you have to like the actual gameplay is like pick out the lessons and you know try to grow her education so she knows all about these things and right. you know whatever only a little but, bit creepy yeah well I mean it is it, it is it absolutely it is an erotic game right I mean that yeah. is the that is the idea it's like a, but it is I a, I really think and I did I played the new summer lesson demo today I think it is the most fascinating yeah, so VR game on the floor I want to hear about it. Yeah. I say AI, I don't, I don't expect it to be like the sophisticated, but just being the game is being in a room with another person. And yeah, that interests me. Like, well, also it's like being in a room with another person, and having them this close to you, right? And having your brain say, "Oh, there is a person, and they are this close." It's to like you were talking about with Coach earlier, almost yeah. kind of, but uh, on the other maybe end of the spectrum. <laughs> but it's the same thing. I mean, it really is just that that presence. Like this person is a living, breathing thing, and he yeah. looks the right size. And like you know, it, it, it quits being a game where you're looking at this thing yeah. through a screen. Like you were in the game. Well, so talk about the demo that was here. Yeah. The demo that was here. Um, it just it sort of it, it was sort of like the last demo, but it's it, it more gives you an idea of what the actual game is going to be versus the tech demo. So, yeah. um, you know, the girl the girl talks. To you and you're like sitting there and she's kind of you know leaning in up close to you and talking to you asking um, a lot of yes no questions should be yeah, asking blush you, rate, yeah, you, yeah. you ask yes no questions yeah and so you nod your head or shake your head to answer yes or no to her questions and then it sort of gets into it kind of shows you some of the menus of like oh you know you're on the phone with like I think her mom and she's like oh make sure to teach her this and teach her that or whatever um, <laughs> and uh, like like economics and math that almost yeah. sounds like too much work for like you hold you, you, talk to her mom? you hold your controller and up you listen up to your ear holding the cool shock controller actually. to they your ear the, to listen. The getaway thing, I think. Yeah, in the PlayStation World. Thing. Right, right, so right. But it's. I mean, it is. It's very. It doesn't. It does not seem like they're going for pornography in any sense of the word. Here, right. it seems like they're going for erotica in the sense of like the the like seeing one inch of a woman's bra strap kind of eroticism mm-hmm. you know what i mean and because that would not work like <laughs> on a on a video on television right, right. but it it actually works to to in in virtual reality and that's what's so fascinating about it that so- this 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 small sort of intimate encounter with another person um can actually sort of like make your brain go like I'm having a real reaction to this person. Does any real reaction to the environment with that game too? Like it's so nice. Like it's done by professional oh, modelers. Like yeah. the shaders yeah, yeah, are fantastic. Yeah. Everything's so nice. When you're sitting there on the beach of Okinawa and the winds coming through the palm trees and you're like looking at the clouds, you're like, so I kind of want to just hang out. That's like yeah. the white girl one. Yeah, yeah. So last wait, uh, let me let me ask you a question. So like, when you're talking about this experience of like being in a room with a girl and like having her be close to you and like kind of like seeing a bra strap or whatever, like mm-hmm. is do you feel like you so okay 
a normal a normal a normal man would not like look at a woman's bra strap and be like staring at it or whatever but it, like no not v- staring at it like accidentally designer. seeing in it v in vr do you like i mean do you feel like you shouldn't be looking and then like if you do look so does she like when i demoed it, to, everyone or? could see the tv exactly what you were staring at i probably would have been looking down her shirt a little <laughs> bit more if no one knew right because she's looking the other way but like there was a whole line of people so i was like oh so lovely feeling fan you have so, like, there uh, you should have just like, gone for it you gotta own it he's all like awkward i'm just curious but no she does when she leans over you like there is an emotional response like where you, there would be a blush response you'd be like whoa like this is a little Absolutely. awkward she leans yeah. in yeah. a little too close and it's a little away. awkward and you're like Whoa, like I just had like so, what would be perceived as like a normal response to so an adult. So there is that like social room. layer that you wouldn't get if you were just playing like a, a regular video game and you're just like, you know, like, I'll look upper skirt because the camera goes that way. Like you actually do feel like there is like a, a bit of taboo there, I'm Chris? Well, I think it's just, I mean, it's not even on a conscious level at all. Like when she just gets up and kind of leans into you, you know, awkwardly. It's an engineered moment in the game, but like it's designed to elicit a response. I mean, it literally right. is, you know making people feel Man, a little bit freaky. awkward about this I really wanted to play it but the lines for PSVR were like ridiculous there's so. probably a lot of social like you know things they could do I mean like the aspects of this game that they could use to kind of help people who are like super introverted right? or like awkward or just like or not used to mm. humans like, not like I don't mean like it's going to teach you how to date women but it might just teach you how to deal with situations well, I mean, that, that would be an amazing app how right? to date women in VR well it could just be like a way to get a men yeah. who have no experience talking to women to actually interact with the female you know well, some, you some, of the more common, some of the more common stuff in the VR thing like on the, the Vive store is like speech giving like they have a fake uh, room full of people actually giving your speech oh, to an actual packed coliseum like this shit is real like it, and it, it's really effective smart. like it really you're like whoa you know yeah. you're standing in front of thousands of people and you're like okay and like I, I think that kind of therapy not therapy but right. conditioning kind of. whatever you want to call it is I mean, going to be a big part of the this kind of, the, that's why it, this interests me is any of these like emotions that you're not or feelings that you're not used to getting situations that you're not used to getting out of a video game is is inherently interesting to me I mean you could be mm. you know in the future there's all these kind of other emotions like being in a room while two people are fighting or something like that yeah. right like they are that uncomfort level like that's not something you experience right. in a video game but you right. can totally make a VR experience Dude, my dream is that, like, a, like a crime drama where you're like at the table with the two crime lords and like tensions are super high and they're like talking over coffee about you know who's gonna get hit and you're like going back and forth like you're Don't right give away there. your ideas Trish. coming from 17 bit 2018 joint in Batman Arkham VR towards the end of that demo too there's that you're reenacting a crime scene and you see two people fighting that but but it's right in front of your face and they're they're in a fist fight mm-hmm. and it's and it's it's very you know it's stunning. a different thing than just yeah. seeing that a million but other it's like times that's what I mean yeah so I mean a lot of the VR games that I you know I played like Call of Duty VR today which is like shooting stuff in VR you know mm-hmm. it's like oh whatever but like you know if if it's doing something weird and there's just there's just so much potential um, that I I want to see getting exploited but right now it's like we're just sort of looking at like this but in VR that but in VR. It's still sure. like pong, pong level, right? Have I mean, guys, we're still early mm-hmm. days. Have you guys seen the, uh, the Everest VR thing? So I Everest VR is like an Everest VR simulator. You climb Mount Everest virtually. Do you die in it? No, no. Oh, it's okay. just like there's a couple moments. Like It's really well done. It's like <laughs> a PC drama or something. Like, do you do drink still. your you're still. You're in a helicopter. You're talking about the dead frozen people. Do you see the dead frozen people on your way up? You do not. Mark! I'm sorry. A lot of people, more people should know that. No, die on Everest. It's super cool. Like It's just these moments of the ascent. And so like one of them, you're like in this, you know, you're like in your tent at night and it's freezing cold and the tent's flipping around. And everyone's got all their stuff. And you can walk out there and they're like talking to each other. 
other with your lights, and they've got like all this puppy clothes on, and like one part you're kind of climbing up the slide of this stiff part, and at the end you literally ascend the peak. And you go to the top of Mount Everest, and it's like basically photorealistic, and you're watching mm-hmm. the sunrise kind of coming up, and then like, it, they speed it up so it kind of comes up, and the whole day goes through, and then it goes down. But and there's guys walking up the peak, and they like you know you feel like you're there. I sat there, and I was with my boys, and we were just playing this, and I was like, this is kind of crazy. I just sat there, yeah, and I just the- watched, and I was like, I will never go to the top of Mount Everest. That's not happening. <laughs> I'm not crazy. I'm not going up there. But this was like, I mean, it's not the same thing, but it's kind of surprisingly awesomely. The same thing. It's going to get a lot. It's going to get a lot <laughs> closer to being the same. Look for dead frozen thing. guys from yeah, seventeen exactly. bit in twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah. I also think it's probably at the next evolution of film. Like you're seeing a lot of directors now just like really freaking out about Somebody VR. needs VR. to crack that right. nut exactly how VR handles it. By the way, mystery guest number four, I think now. Uh, introduce yourself. I'm Jason Bento. I'm the lead UX designer on YouTube Live. Nice, and you're here at uh, for Tokyo Game Show, yep. and then a little bit, a little bit. A little bit extra? A little bit something after? Uh, something. No, I'll be going to Canada after. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but, but you're video, just bitter. Video. I hate Canada. Because the 360. Hey, hey, it's my homeland. <laughs> 360 video is not Is that on really, the Yamanote line? <laughs> 360 video is not really doing it, right? Like, no, it's something, it, but it's not really like VR video. No. There's so much more that can happen. Just somebody needs sure. to figure out exactly how you take it easily, right. just, quickly, cheaply. And, and that's why that Project Hikari thing was interesting, because mm-hmm. it was kind of taking that and really using VR to like take a traditional media and present it in a new way, and it was pretty cool. So yeah. another one I was just talking to Chris about on the, on the ride over here was uh, John Favreau's got a new thing available. It's a demo it's not the full title yet, but it's a, a demo you can download now on Vive called Gnomes and Goblins, I think. Goblins and Gnomes? I think it's Gnomes and Goblins. Okay. So it's, it's done with Gnomes Weaver, the guys in, yeah. in L.A. that did the blue and everything. They're ex-teammates, actually, from, from EA. They're a really smart crew, though, and they're working directly with John Favreau, who is directing this experience. And basically, you're just in this kind of, like, magical, like, gnome forest, and there's all these trees. And, it, like, the CG level is, like, super high. Like, it looks, like, really professional. It looks really nice. Um, and it's basically you're in this enchanted forest and there's these little like you're kind of looking at these little homes you can look in the windows and you can like play with stuff there's acorns all over the ground and stuff and after a little while these gnomes start kind of running around in the grass it's like at dusk and they don't want to be seen very much and are any of, of them riding on foxes no no they're just running around they, the gnome design is not great <laughs> I'm going to throw that out there right now but everything else is fantastic but it looks like like CG level of like Hollywood CG level stuff it looks like really good art direction and you kind of start interacting with them. I was calm, so I was like giving them like acorns, and you can kind of help them. You can see the guys like, like what doing is this leading stuff. to it. Somebody start freaking All out. All of a sudden, well, it was my kids, right? Oh, okay. So I did the whole thing. <laughs> the guy finally goes up on this thing, and he's like trying to reach this big peach. He can't reach it, so you pick up a stick off the ground and you like kind of help him get it down. And then he runs off. He's all shy, and you can like pick it up and give it to him. And then like they kind of warm up to then you. Then eat your hand. My kids were just oh. taking shit and just throwing. Right? They like, take an acorn and like throw yeah. it at the dude's head and laugh, and the guy would run off. And they stayed gone. And I was like, wow, you can, like, you know, do this the wrong way. But, like, it was interesting because it really Uh, is, like, this model. That makes me think, like, a VR Pikmin would be amazing. Yeah. You could just, like, pick up little Pikmin and throw them. Was this thing that you're talking about at TGS? Uh, no, I played it the other day. Let's get back to TGS. Yeah, John. somebody tell me real quick, though, what was that horrible thing I saw on Twitter today with, like, the dude in the VR helmet, like, fondling a woman's... Like, I oh, saw yeah. a picture of it on Chris's like, iPhone. I, I don't saw know. Saw looking picture. up a, a giant skirt. This is yeah. a good way to transition to a game that I played that I can't remember the full name, but it was, like, zo- it, it was like zombie schoolgirl. Yeah, zombie girl mm. pirate... 
butt something. Yeah. I don't know. And so <laughs> it's a game where you and a I bunch of schoolgirls whose clothes are fully destroyable two. to see their underwear uh, are what fighting is this for? for PS4. And it's uh, uh, you go around shooting. It's like a tactical shooter with schoolgirls and zombies in the middle of school. Because why not? Um, this is a gal gun except like not, more n- adult and zombie. Well, no, it's a, it's a shooter shooter with a squad and... Your it's, squad. It, I would say it's. I would Gal say it's almost. It was almost kind of closer to EDF in terms of the way the game's laid out, oh. but it's nowhere near as good or fun. Of course, um, yeah. it's, it's, it's. We need to talk about that, but we'll wait for McWhorter to show up. Yeah. Yes. Um. And uh, the booth was uh, three girls standing, and in between their legs was an opening where you would sit down and look up at the screen that, yeah, that was, was like up here. I saw. And, uh, so we're talking giant girls. These giant girls. Are like bigger yeah, right. than so from the outside, it looks like you're just staring up a girl's skirt. So here's the problem Classy. with these giant boots girl is that yeah. we end up talking about them every year. <laughs> I know. It works. It's, it's Despite the, ourselves, the game is I terrible. Falling into well, I feel like exactly we what they right want. Into their trap I feel mark. like if we were like... This is what they want. Playing to a Japanese audience, that would actually be a problem. But we're playing to people... 99% of our listeners are never going to be able to play this, thank God. But, right. like, I, I kind of wanted to call it out just because I think it's horrible. And yeah. we all think it's horrible. But, like, we'll keep going. You should keep talking about this. But then I really want to get to that thing that the, I saw on Twitter. The game is terrible. <laughs> and, and The game is terrible. And to illustrate how terrible it is, I stopped the demo because I went into a bathroom. And then my squad just stayed in front of the door. And I couldn't leave the bathroom. I could not move them. It was just Sometimes me that in real standing life, in the bathroom. <laughs> and, like, there was like, nothing I could do. You never bring your squad to yeah. the bathroom. And so I was in the bathroom just, for, like, that old table. I just, that old so I just, like, put the controller down and was like, okay, that's enough. Uh, what, was the, uh, what was the other thing that John is talking about? Did so you, there's, there's a, uh, I didn't get to see this, but there's a VR game where, up here so we're all the where there place. is a, uh, uh, there's, like, a, a headless, headless mannequin with some schoolgirl outfit or whatever, and you're in VR, and you just, like, grab and fondle her Wait, a headless mannequin? Yeah, I, I believe it's a head. I don't know, but I mean, but I mean, literally, it's like a schoolgirl, and you, are, the guy, is there grabbing her, like groping her. I don't understand why. How is that co- even like literal control? That's how you control something. Uh, so I don't, I didn't play it, so I don't know exactly. But I'm assuming it traces. There's sensors in the boobs itself. I see. Where Maybe it, it was, was just a dude finally. But it's mannequin? just like there was stuff like that, and it was weird. So yeah, she has a head. Whoa. Okay, she has a head. Yeah. Okay, she. T- so, so I don't know if it's better or worse if it didn't have a head. Has anybody? I guess nobody's tried this. Or yeah, and, and the I screen, didn't even see this. I think we all the just saw the same picture. The image on the screen is I think it's the most disturbing happy. part. The screen is very upset, like five year old. Yeah, apparently. Is like, there a comparative one where like you can yeah. like fondle a dick? <laughs> there should be. I mean, well, there should be like, equal opportunity. I feel like, like a five year old boy too. Line for that would be not very long. I feel like this like encourages like people to do like illegal things. Like this should not be allowed. Like somebody's or or it gives them an out to do the things that they would do on real people. This is a podcast where we get <laughs> into this <laughs> argument. I'm getting angry. Like it was bad enough last year where you like stuck your head in the like woman's what was it in her butt or her or something like it was her crotch. Don't give him us next year, John. There was there was a new Don't give him any ideas. at the Mm, yes, Kemco. We, no, not we Kemco. were talking about uh, Dead or Alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And instead of the breasts, it's, it's the it's the booty. But uh, I was like, that's, that's pretty cool. I'm gonna give him some props for that. The next year, the whole the front doors to the Makuari mess area is gonna be a giant ass, and you just walk <laughs> into the, the legs, marching through just everyone. But see, um, it's funny because it's like you got all this stuff, and then at the other opposite side of the TGS show, there's like a family <laughs> corner. Where families can go and play some of the games. It's like how right. can you? JJ's I, got I, something for everybody. I would <laughs> never bring my kids to an event where like there is a. 
boob fondling something for everybody. JJ, never say never. JJ, your kids are young. You know, never know. Living in Japan with with a five year old and a seven year old, you noticed all the dirty magazines at all the convenience stores are literally right at five year old. Yeah, they were right there. Yeah, every time, and I'm like, dude, just keep moving. You know, like really, like you couldn't put those up on a topper shelf or something. All right, let's save this for the pervy separate podcast that you guys are going to do. Sorry, I felt like it would have been weird not to talk about. We're in the D3 publisher booth. Okay, let's talk about EDF5 with new guest. Yes, new mystery podcast guest number five. Introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Michael McWhorter. I work at Polygon. What is your blood type? And I have no idea. Oh. Literally Get out no of Japan. Idea. Yeah, sorry. What is your <laughs> ideal man? I'm looking at him. <laughs> yes. Right, yes. Like, you, you can, can stay. You can scoot in closer if you want. Uh, yeah, so we were holding off on uh, EDF talk until you were here out of respect. Um, but well, we just that look play means I, I played it. I played one level, and it was a very brief experience. It was kind of like a tutorial walk yeah. through a hallway. Not, okay. not great. Well, I think we played the same stage. Yeah, um, I, the, I don't think it shows the breadth of EDF no, 5. because unfortunately, it's like you uh, you like go from door to door killing ants, and it's weird. And then like it's <laughs> door the, to door, you mean like you ring people's doorbells? <laughs> yeah. the, the door opens, and like it's an like, ant, and then you like shoot them. It, it is almost like that. You're like walking through a corridor with your teammates, and like they run, and then they go up to a door. The door opens, and the ants come out. <laughs> Wait, have you, you heard the good news about ants? Is what you <laughs> I don't know if I had too many true highs or what, but this sounds are amazing. You, are you on Earth or are you in like a space station or you're something? In a, like, you're in a corridor, so I have no idea. Yeah, but I mean, I like a normal human-sized doors? You're no, they're giant. Doors. Okay. I think you're in an underground <laughs> like, like complex, like a military complex. Yeah. Okay, all right. The, the, the stronghold against giant ants. Gotcha. Yeah. I think our do fiction... You, too late. Do you take the too fight late. time already, this yeah. time? Like, are you going to there? Because this is like, there's there's enemy, like... People in this one now, or something. There's like, like human. They're like alien the colossal time. dudes. It's yeah, like the guys you've been fighting all this time, or finally showed themselves, or whatever. They're like gray aliens in giant like cosmonaut suits. Yeah. Wait, so, was it yeah. was it this whole time those giant ants were actually just ant sized and there's even giant or giant people from <laughs> yeah. the same planet? Yeah, 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 yeah. could be. No, they can't. Make, I don't know they how they giant had, their technology human. is like just probably catching up with like 360 the, era right now. I refuse to believe that they're the able game, to make the game on 360 had giant. Alien large. ships and stuff like that. Right. I mean, they've no, yeah, always had course. giant alien ships, but now yes. we get to see the actual aliens. Somebody had to fly those ships. So, is the what's the big different thing this time besides besides door besides doors? Uh, That's frogs, not it, right? Giant giant frogmen is uh, a new addition. Really? Yeah, yeah. It does seem like it is a little bit. They're trying to like make it more of a game and not just like there are ants and let's shoot them all. There, like it does seem like there is like some sort of like. You know, and, and it was in this case. Want out of Earth Defense Force? Yes, I but I think in this case, like it's like it, you know, it's not cutscenes or anything. You're just it, it tells more of a story as you're going through. Oh, and good. There's a little a bit deep more story. Of, well, I mean, just more of a like. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I know. You, I'm not making fun of you. I'm making fun of Earth I'm Defense saying, Force. I'm just saying it's like a, a, a instead of like you're set in an arena shooting stuff. There's more yeah. of a progression through the stage. I mean, let's be real. Until until Earth Defense we all VR know, happens, we all know you oh, hate that, that would be game. Awesome. That's happening. I guarantee you. It's that if it's not the next the buttery game. smooth camera controls of the EDF series. Oh my series. goodness! Yes, it is exactly. perfect. The for intuitive. VR. It's going to be like you look left and it looks right. Maybe <laughs> like a, a minute later, and it's like no, because that's part of the game. It's designed that way. If it was, you'll, you'll have it would to hook too up. Easy. You'll have to hook up two PS Pros to even. <laughs> is there anything new or interesting about it? Like, is it like multi massively? I don't know. Eight players can play together or something. Uh, I actually, I really don't know. I mean, yeah. I think you, watching the trailer, you probably know as much as I do about okay. that game. <laughs> okay. okay. These people don't have any money. 
they're yeah. they're having trouble getting those ants on the on the screen. <laughs> forget <laughs> forget seven other Up players. Come on. Yeah. Uh, I think they spent more money on the actual statue, that mechanical statue, than oh, it was the a, game. It's a crazy statue. It's a yeah, pretty really? statue. And the, yeah. like the helmet opens. Mm. What's yeah. the statue of just one of the giant uh, one of the greys? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. One of the greys. Cool. Uh, what else was at the show, Mike? What else did you see that you liked? Uh, start ooh. there. Well, mm, not I much. I think EDF might be where I kind of oh. like what I liked stopped and started. Oh my yeah. goodness! Wow. Okay. Because well, then let's get into what you didn't like. Well, I, I did play uh, Schoolgirl Zombie Hunter. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We talked. We talked about okay. that. So you're shooting off the clothes, basically. Squad no, you, shooter. You, no. No. You, you're shooting zombies, oh, but there is a dedicated right. take your clothes off button. Oh, course, right. Which okay. is the touchpad. And, oh yeah, she didn't and, mention that part. I didn't. JJ. I didn't do the touchpad stuff. Okay. I just know that you like their clothes can get broken off. JJ got trapped in the bathroom. I did early, <laughs> early on. Like the the controls of that game are terrible. It's awful. The game's absolutely awful. <laughs> it is yeah. the worst. Yeah, and yet we're here talking about it. <laughs> well, it was at the show. I know for the second time. I know, yeah. but. but uh, well, well, the only thing I, I'll, I'll say about it, since you didn't experience the clothing removal yeah. part of it. Uh, is that it's a voluntary clothing removal. Okay. Um, you take off your school go. <laughs> it's consensual. Uniform. Yeah. All right. So it just, and it's just panties, right? It's, panties and bra. Down to brown panties. Yeah. But they're tasteful. Yeah. Um, and lace. I guess. Uh, and I think what happens when you do that is that the zombies like go crazy. That that's what because normally they just kind of shamble. Right. Oh. When you do that, they aggressively attack you. And oh, I, I wish somebody would have told me about that because like they just threw me in between the legs and I just had to fend for myself. And then the, the the other part of it is that um, uh, you can get you have a co op partner, who's yeah. AI controlled, yeah. and you can command her to take her clothes off as well. Okay, and you want, <laughs> yeah. why would you want the zombies to like? Enrage I, I really and don't know. I don't. I, I really don't know at this point. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. To that's make it the... to make the suffering end sooner. <laughs> uh, that's all I have to say about it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, what else? What else? Anything uh, else exciting this week? Uh, I, pl- I played. Did you talk about uh, Valkyria? Yeah, we did. Okay, we yes. did. Muso, like, what's your quick Identity take on crisis. it? People were not kind of feeling it. I was surprised at how Muso it was. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, actually, I like the art direction. Really? So, is it very different than the older? It's not tune shaded. It's the very like kind anime, really unusual, like kind of really weird long faces. There, there's and a slight like, tune shading overlay. It's slight, but there's subtle. no, there's no, yeah, there's like no actual tune shading. Like it kind of is reminiscent of that. It's a weird new approach, and I just didn't approve. The old aesthetic that. was so good. Like, I know. why? Yeah. You could do a lot more so with that. Still, they're, they're just totally fucking it up. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I don't know. Mystery guest number six, why don't you uh, introduce yourself? Hello, please. my name is Phil Kohler. I work at Polygon with Mike, and I try really hard to stop him from breaking embargoes. <laughs> yes. Probably. I, had a, I have another embargo about another game that I really like to talk let's about, break. but I can't. Do it. Oh, no, no, let's not. Let's keep, let's go, let's move on. Um, Moving right along. This is the most, the, 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 we have, like, hit Max Kohler. There are two Kohlers. Oh, there shit. are. In the same yes. Spelled yes. spell differently. We're spelled in Japan. It's legal here. We're okay. Um, uh, what other, uh, wait. Last Guardian? Last Guardian was in, also this indeed, week. Indeed, uh, yeah. both, both of the Kohlers at this table have okay. played the Last Guardian. I think we have opposing viewpoints. Well, one of the Kohlers is, is, is breaking those? the Yeah, this internet. is the, the embargo's up for this. We Good. can, okay. we can mm-hmm. rock. Without spoil, as much as you can, without, like, take your weird. The dog died. Your most. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. It's a good thing it's a bird. Your, bird dog. Your friend okay. who's the most annoying about spoilers and imagine somebody more annoying about it and, That's then, Mark. and then couch your comments in that way. But please, we'd love to hear about it. Okay. Go for it. Well, you start. You're, you're new. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. I see how it is. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm not going to spoil anything then. Uh, but do you remember how Eco and Shadow of the Colossus control? Yeah. Yes. This controls just like that. Let me stop right there. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's Kohler on Kohler violence. So, in the the E3 demo, and this, I did notice this, in the E3 demo. I didn't play it at E3, to be clear. So, at E3, um, if I remember correctly, which I think I did, and I actually went to the internet to research this before I'm saying this right now. Um, <laughs> it controlled like Shadow of the Colossus when you're climbing up Trico's back. You you have to hold on to the R1 button uh, right. to grip, and if you let go of that, you fall off. Oh, yeah, and I kind strange. of like that. People think that that's kind of janky, and it kind of is, but I kind of like it because of that. Connects like, you Connects to you. The, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was the case in the E3 build. In this build that we played, you did not have to hold R1. You just had to press triangle, and he would jump and grab whatever it was. Grab the wall, grab Trico, anything he's climbing. And then you can just climb freely. And you climb freely until you press the X button to drop off. And I didn't realize it at first. But then I kind of like, wait a minute, do I have to hold R1? And I let go, and he was still holding on. And so I don't know how I feel about that, because I really liked that the controls felt like you were back in the Shadow of the Colossus world. But I think, and I think you, you touched on this in your piece as well, I think they're like kind of trying to maybe modernize it in these last couple of months and like yeah i think that might be like the more last, modern day players i think that could be what the the final delay was about is like doing a last polish pass where they try to like maybe uh make it feel like less of a playstation 2 game did mm-hmm. you feel like maybe sony employees were hovering over you a lot as you were playing this demo because i did yes kind of a little I, focus test there was maybe? always somebody over my shoulder and they always seemed i mean somebody did this once but they always seemed like they were ready to like pull off my headphones and be like this is the solution to the puzzle you seem stuck and they I did was, that more than once for me. It was it was oh, not wow. just once. Uh, I think they're a little antsy. I think they're a little worried that people are going because this is very much like a these puzzles in this game. Like you really got to sit there and look around and think about it. I think the game's the, not going to give you too much of a push. Yeah, and yeah. I was enjoying it, but they really seem like if if I seemed like I was stuck, mm-hmm. they wanted to kind of help me. I mean, more so than than Eco or no, Shadow of the Colossus because those games I felt like had those moments too. I think, I think the puzzles are similar in in style. And, and in difficulty to eco from the little we saw. Um, my my bigger concern personally is is not so much the puzzles. Like I think those felt really nice, and once I figured them out, it felt really satisfying. Um, but my bigger concern is just like how the how the controls feel, how the movement feels. Like uh, when I brought up it feeling similar to Eco and Shadow of the Colossus, it was more in the sense of like you're when when you move the analog stick. The character kind of like just lurches in whatever direction, and he kind right. of like stumbles exactly over. It's, 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 like, it's, physic, it's physics based. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's only like yeah, you don't you're not controlling them directly like you do it, as much in a normal game. It's almost just like you tell them to go that way, and then the character moves on his own, kind yeah. of in your suggestion. Or or like you press the jump button, and there's that like moment before. He actually jumps. That's a very strange mm-hmm. thing to have in a platforming game. Did anyone play Gravity Days too? Uh, sort of. I did. Because it feels kind like I, I saw both of them back to back, and I was just like, they looked very similar in the aesthetic, the way that the character moved, 
And I'm wondering. I mean, they're hmm, both really. They're both Sony Japan, right? And I'm wondering if they're not the same sort of tool or system. Oh, but I'm sure Gravity Days controls much more tightly than Last Guardian because, like, Last Guardian feels like a um, what did the dude to like do the dolls? Mary, uh, Mary, yeah, Mary, yeah, that's what yeah. it feels like. It feels like yeah. you're kind of well, controlling and, it from above. And did you, and did you play it? No, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean Last Guardian. I mean I mentioned his games in general. Oh, yeah, because okay. Phil's been saying yeah. it's basically right. the same. And that's, like, and that's on purpose. Like right. they they want you to feel like your your character is not a superhero. This this his yeah. kid is not Mario. He is clumsy. You right. know. Um, and that's so that does carry over into Trico. What they're trying to do with the monster is really they don't want the monster to be like constantly all the time um, in the exact right position to help you. You know, mm. like they want him to feel a little bit alive. So again, trying to avoid spoilers, like mm. there's a point at which he has to get into a certain position for you to be able to jump onto him to jump onto something. Yeah, but he's not always in that position, and he's not necessarily going to be in that position when you're in the right place to do the thing. Mm. So you have to, you can't just like go around yourself looking at the environment you have to think about like oh you have to watch him and be like oh yeah you know a few minutes ago he did this mm-hmm. and maybe if i'm here when he does that then that's a thing that i can sure, do sure. right and then later on it's like you know i had to give him a command to have him do something but i wasn't in the right spot but it didn't really tell me that that was the spot but it's like if you're if you're trying to race through this game you know you you might get a little frustrated with it mm-hmm. you know i, mean, I so- think i really feel like i enjoy just just taking my time and, and going slowly. How much and time did they give you? Like, what was the demo all the time we needed like? to play the to play the it, demo? Yeah, it was about forty. They said it was about forty five minutes. It took me about half an hour to play through it, and that was with getting stuck a few times on some puzzles. Okay, um, but the 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 thing about Trico. So I actually like what you're talking about about like having to consider when you're looking at these environments and figuring out the puzzle of the environment. You're not just considering where you are and how you get through it, but also where Trico is and how Trico gets through it eventually, um, and also how you can use Trico to get through parts of it. Uh, that's really cool. The thing that I'm worried about is like what you were saying of when you when you need to issue a command to Trico and you're not in the right perfect spot and it, it feels very like janky. Like I was I was doing the correct command to like order Trico around but they were like, oh, you need to have the camera pointed at this place and not at this place. Right. And, like, and it's what? like, yeah, you... when were you planning on telling me that? Maybe, like, what was going to communicate that to me? Maybe that's really clear if, you know, you've played the game from the beginning. Because right. this is like, you know, some right. I was wondering, yeah, so it is, it's not the start of the game. Yeah, this was not the beginning of the in. game, yeah. Because that would be spoilers. How did... I mean, the problem is it seemed like it seemed like the only reason that I needed to be in that spot and with the camera pointed that way is is so it would give me a really dramatic camera angle when uh. he did it. You know, like yeah, that's, it's very. And that's the reason. It, it feels very mechanical this, in a way that I that this a game like this probably shouldn't. I think playing this demo, I understand. I'm not saying this game is bad. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy myself. I did enjoy myself. Um, I, I it I definitely see why it just spent ten years in development hell. I I see why they weren't able to square the circle with this game because the design, this idea of oh, you're boy and there's a giant monster and you do things together, and mm-hmm. it's like I can totally see how that would be a very difficult thing to actually design and make it a video game that's possible to play mm-hmm. if you're not the designer and you don't know what you're supposed to do at every turn. Like, right. I, I see it. And I think they are taking this time to massage everything. I think they're really... And I, I, I feel like we were guinea pigs, Phil. I think, yeah, that, I think, that's I think they were true. really they were watching, watching us and, like, what we were doing yeah. and, and they're kind of massaging this game to make sure that people don't get frustrated the or, other, or The other stuck. thing that, that I didn't get to bring up, and this, again, speaks to that weird, almost mechanical feeling that the game has at points, which is... Uh, there's there's one part early on in the demo that we played where you had to like jump onto like a, a chain that was hanging down, mm-hmm. um, but the spot where you had to jump off of was right next to two pieces of railing, and 
numerous times. Like I had to do this. I had the person who was cutting our video for Polygon had to edit this out, and they were like messaging me as they edited it, like, "What is wrong with you? Why can you not do this?" <laughs> but it was like I would be, I would press the jump button, but if I was too close to the railing, instead. Uh, the main character would turn towards the railing and railing and climb up on it. Okay, right. I did the exact same thing. The same same thing over Jumping and over. Jumping on a chain in a 3D video game, I think, is one of the great hard things to pull <laughs> up in development. Yeah. Like, there well, it's jumping games, on, a, but, on a chain as this dog bird thing is batting it around, so it's even oh, right. spoilers. Uh, does, he does. He comes around and he slaps. Just just when you want to jump on, he comes over and he's like bat, and you're like, oh, Trico, because he's a cat. What about right? No, no, no. Yeah. What about uh, like graphically, aesthetically, how is it running? Like technically, well, what is it? How does it look? Uh, like how does it feel? I thought it looked really nice. Um, I, I was I was actually really impressed with the looks generally, but uh, like it didn't look like a PS3 game necessarily. PS3 but, you mean PS4, game. right? Or do you mean PS3? I'm saying it didn't look like a PS3 game. Like oh, it, so you it, mean it looked good? Yes, it oh, looked oh, better than a PS3 game. It looks better than a PS3. It doesn't even look like a PS3 game. Like yeah, it didn't look like it was stuck in last gen. It, uh, it, it seemed like from the stuff that I saw from E3 that they kind of did a, a trade off or whatever that they were focusing more on like little like the, the grass and like flourishes. little dust yeah, things. Yeah, I think and that's stuff true. And more and like a micro level rather than like a lot of crazy textures or whatever. What I will say is there was one and again without spoiling anything there was a very dramatic scene near the end of the demo where the frame rate dropped to probably like 10 frames per second or less right um that's not good it wouldn't be it wouldn't be in a winning game without some i was gonna say when i the pro the the thing that i with the uh delay the the silver lining of the delay for me was okay well i'm gonna play this on a pro now for sure Uh, oh yes say anything during that or they did not talk about playstation pro at all there was and there was no interview opportunity at all for last guardian yeah Yeah. okay wait was it i asked if there was was any for ps4 pro support He's, no, he's pretty. No. They haven't said anything. <laughs> yeah, um, I. So here is my worry: is this after what happened with like No Man's Sky, which not to get too into that or into that at all, but like to watch like Sony has this great cult of personality going on. You know what I mean? Mm. We're like the the PlayStation Nation. You know, it's like this is the game you got to be into, PlayStation Nation. And I really hope that there's not like a million people that are super pumped for last guardian, you know, because they see it in the PlayStation press conferences that expect a different game than it's going to be. So, I hope that last guardian doesn't get like no man's like, sky. To be basically. Fair, the stuff that they've shown in the trailers and the gameplay when they showed it, I felt like did not give a sense that of the, like, is going to be call it you know it didn't seem like it no, was trying no, to appeal no. to a yeah. different crowd. I think they they represented it. What you guys are talking about is seen yeah like yeah. At this well. point, it's purely another eco shadow of the closet game. As far as I'm concerned, like mm, I haven't right. seen enough. To but remember, it's going to be but more than we're us. all very old men except for Phil, and um, you know, like old. we we played <laughs> um, you know Shadow of the Closet. This is 2005. You yeah. know, yeah, right. like we. No, Gamers' definitely... tastes have changed a lot oh, sure. since 2005. Sure. Last Guardian seems very much like the sequel to a game that came out in 2005. But, I'm into that. But like, here's, right. here's and, the and also, thing. I don't know what Ueda is going to do after this. Like, now they finally crossed the finish line on this. I feel like this is the this is the end cap on that trilogy of games. You know, like so I'm gonna. 
I'm, I'm really going to try to... I would never want to make a game like this again. N- no. Not, not because it wasn't a beautiful thing and everything, but I mean, like, it's been 10 years. I think he's going to want to do something to do a little bit smaller yeah, in scope Nico now. And Nico, it's been, it's been like 20 years. <laughs> it's been a very long time. Yeah, yeah. And I just think, I think that this is like, this is the, this is the last of its breed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take it real slow, enjoy myself, Savor, you know, yeah. get, get what's good out of it for sure. I'm not worried about the, the No Man's Sky thing and like people having, uh, Expecting it to be something different. Um, I'm, they haven't I'm, overpromised much. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm worried it might if not anything, live up. They've under. I mean, uh, totally. To, uh, to some degree, yeah. it's still very mysterious. Like what you do, moment to moment in the game. I think to the average player is still like not yeah. entirely clear. I, d- I don't know how much of it is the promising and how much of it is the what you build up in your head. I, I get you from you the trailers. delay and then when it came back at right. three and I think he's. I think he's trying get, to make a different point though. Right. Yeah, I mean, to me, I think the the. The point is, I guess, like, I think the people who are most excited about this game probably want it to play like a PS2 game. So when I criticize it for that, I think, like, I've already seen some of the reactions from from people reading my piece mm-hmm. who are like, oh, that sounds like exactly what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I feel like that's the the audience that this game has always been targeting, and I don't know that it's ever appealed to a bigger audience than that. Um, I mean, well, like, that's Shadow the thing is, we talk a lot about audience, like Shadow. Did the it? Qu- yeah, it did. It sold very well. I, I, yeah, I think I, over did. the years it has, but no, garnered quite a large audience. E- Eco was like a uh, like a, a slow burn, and it wasn't even a slow burn. Well. Eco was, yeah, no, but, it but never sh- did well. But Shadow of the Classes actually did really well out of the gate. I think it sold. A, I want to say it sold like a million copies. Well, I mean, it had you know a huge year. kind of marketing campaign behind it, it relatively. Yeah, yeah, but 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 I think that's why he got a longer leash after sure. after shadow maybe too long <laughs> yeah maybe well yeah we'll see we'll see in december won't we right it's not delayed again is it you know i yeah. well you're you're looking at me asking me <laughs> it's, if it's, i think this game is going to get delayed it's only it, yeah. it's kind of like square and the final fantasy 15 team are like in competition with the uh, the you know fumito ueda to see who could like it's, release their game last <laughs> like there's whoever, a, there's whoever a sign releases it first loses. Yeah, exactly. Actually, yeah, it's it's, it's exactly. delay chicken. Whoever yeah. whoever releases first is chicken. <laughs> um, the there is a sign at Tokyo Game Show at the Square Enix um, uh, merchandise booth that's like Final Fantasy 15, the the original soundtrack coming soon. Right. It's like Jesus. we can't even commit to a date for the soundtrack release. Yeah. So it's interesting that we're talking here about like you know sort of hype levels and general excitement around games. Did you guys see? So there's a board in the back of the Sony booth that had wait times for the different d- demo kiosks. Yeah. Did everybody see that? Yeah, sure. I might have walked by it. Did, did people notice what the game was with the longest? I don't know if this is Horizon. tied to the number of kiosks, but yeah, it was it was Horizon. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice. uh, and that actually looked like when I so they were showing it while we were uh, rehearsing last night and yeah. so I saw it on the screen and I'm like this is going to appeal very well to the Monster Hunter oh, yeah. crowd here no, in Japan. 100%. Yeah. You can well. tell and those guys are Monster Hunter fans. From like, E3, like that was that was yeah, that was clear too, but it was like holy shit, like it getting to see more of the moment to moment kind of gameplay, the normal stuff, not the like the big set pieces or the boss battles, but the like little quests and things that you're doing between those. I was like Okay, yeah, like they are smart to be pushing that here, and it seems like at least people are interested and yeah. like it's worth it. it here. I wanted to play that, but like I walked in like ten minutes after they opened, and it was already. Just Did anybody so, get a chance? So weird. I, I played it at E3. Um, okay. I was talking with a with somebody with another journalist who was here at at Tokyo Game Show about it, um, and the thing that surprised me at E3 
is it definitely I, I think you're right it's appealing to that monster hunter crowd it's got that feel to it you can tell they're inspired by that but western but, like at the same time yeah but it also it's one of those rare games where in an e3 demo i picked up the controller and within five minutes was like oh i i feel totally at home i feel wow. like i know exactly what i'm doing like the controls are super super nice that's polished. impressive because just watching it like it feel like you can do so much it makes it they make yeah. it look like you could do so much yes. stuff it could be somewhat like designed to do that because it's a trailer but like i was like wow this chick can do anything and like how am i gonna learn all those controls that's really the, good to hear and, mm. and back to what you're saying the aesthetic is definitely very like western mm. western focused as well but but yeah i think that's what what everybody has been waiting for and looking at is like What's the obviously Monster Hunter has this magical formula that is super popular <laughs> and has been making gains in the West, but it, it, is there a way to make that just really like explode worldwide the way that one it of has the, here in Japan? Let me let me throw out one of the cool things I remember from E3 that they told me. Uh, one of the ways that they've tweaked on the Monster Hunter formula. So you're playing Monster Hunter, you go to the blacksmith. Let's say there's this armor piece that you really want, mm. and it tells you what you need, and you're like, okay, there's these three ah, things I'm missing. I know missing. what you're going to say. Yeah, yeah, there's these three things I'm missing, and in Monster Hunter, it's just like, okay, I've got to figure out where these are. I've got to like make a paper list, and like, talk or, to or my list friends, in my head, talk yeah. on the yeah. internet. Yep. Yeah. In this, it's like, you get the ingredients, you can choose any one of those ingredients and make it a sub-quest, and from that point on, it'll be in your quest list and tell you, this is what you need, this is where oh, it drops, this That's is where really you need to smart, go to get man. it. Um, and That's so that you can you can essentially like as you're doing your your grind to collect the different pieces of armor, you can uh, you can uh, make each of those individual quests right, that right. you're going on. So you can basically like spawn a quest that's going to get you, or spawn an instance, some whatever's going to get you the thing that you need, exactly. the material oh, okay. that you need. Because the small side note, Monster Hunter does have a feature where you can set a piece. of of our item or something uh, part of as part of a checklist and when you get it a different noise plays okay but that's the well, extent that's of almost it. the same that's thing. the extent of it <laughs> yeah i i have come to love monster and hunter we all yeah, but obviously are welcome, huge yeah. monster hunter fans right. here like this is so not actually i wanted to say like when you when you said you felt at home does that mean because you have a lot of experience with monster hunter or control was it just wise, like control no no games, i it, it was a very like it does not feel like a monster hunter game uh, okay. i mean like I, even when with monster hunter you know i don't play you're not I don't, the claw? I don't play nonstop. Uh, so every time I pick up a new Monster Hunter, there's always that period of like, you know, getting back. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say five hours of like figuring out like, okay, what does this do? You don't have to use like, the right uh, stick anymore, Phil. To, yeah. to do your slashes. I never had to. Okay. Um, I never, I never did a, the you old stuff. Never did stuff, the, the so. old, old school. Yeah, those were the dark days. Two. But, uh, but um, in the absence of Capcom making a full-on ridiculous-looking HD Monster Hunter on PS4, which is probably not. You've got Monster Well, in the stories. absence of that now, then Horizon Zero Dawn <laughs> seems to slot right listen, in there for Japanese the, players. The last Monster Hunter, the, the new one in the US that just came out. Generations. Generations, thank you. I didn't review it, so I uh, it's kind of... It's a you only game. remember the names of the games you review. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's okay, A4 didn't work on it. Yes. So you're, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're that's why I forgot it. Uh, Although apparently they did a good job. Monster Hunter Generations, um, <laughs> I gotta give him that was was the best selling game of the month that it came out of July. I believe it was. No, July. they've been actually nice. steadily like, it's it sold a lot of really traction. well. Yes, yeah. so like I could totally see them maybe eventually one day actually putting the resources toward or or repurposing Monster Hunter Frontier 
assets. But that's for, not really just like gave that's me not very chills. pretty. All that is is like a high res filter on like a PS2 or, like, or like the Monster Hunter China version. Hope Springs Eternal and as 3DS is dying down, which it seems to be, God yeah. willing, if there is a God in heaven and Capcom, <laughs> we will cuz like you for, I mean, those games for what they're doing with the little shitty 3DS hardware, oh, yeah. like they're really they have artists man. pushing. Their artists, oh, their yeah. artists are Insane. fucking bad. Among the best in the world, I would yeah. say. But I mean, you know, there is like if you if you go back to the whatever four or five years ago on Need Four Play, you can definitely chart like a a sort of parallel to us talking about the game and localizing oh, it's the game all and an increasing popularity. I mean, of so, course. You know, I mean, it's that. mostly... It's to say. So if we Thanks, will yeah. it into existence, it will come. Let's just keep talking about it as a right, positive we thing will, we want to see happen. What other stuff uh, related to TGS <laughs> should we talk about that we want to make happen here on our magical What time does this podcast, podcast go up? Uh, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow Friday evening, morning, 6 p.m. Friday morning, Japan, 6 US p.m. Time. Japan time. Japan time? Could we talk about? Can we talk about birthdays? Yeah, sure. I think so. All right. I think you can now. They haven't, I, they haven't, my embargo they haven't sent me the embargo, Wrangler. so yes. <laughs> yes, so, you can. <clears throat> so oh, we saw Birthdays, The Beginnings, today. Is that what it's called? Birthdays, birthdays the, the Beginning. beginning. Yeah. Do, what uh, is that? I don't know what that is. That, is, is, they, is that, is that Kingdom is, Hearts? Because that sounds nope. like a Kingdom Hearts. No, no, no. no. <laughs> All three of us no, looked at each other. It was Kingdom the Hearts title game. is only three words, okay. so it's not a Kingdom Hearts game. Um, <laughs> and they're all regular fractions. No long division. And, right. uh, <laughs> birthdays, the beginning, carry the one, square root of... Yeah. Uh, it's the new game from the creator of Harvest Moon. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Wait, the, I, what system? This was in Famitsu a couple weeks ago. Yes, it was. Um, it is, it we is saw, PS4 and, uh, and PC. Okay. Oh, great. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, brave That's new world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's a um, it's kind of a uh, game where you create a world um, in like kind of a in a, a small uh, grid mm-hmm. or, or a cube actually, mm-hmm. uh, and basically what you do is you control the the temperature of the world, <clears throat> and you kind like of C-Man? Car- What's that? Like Seaman? There's a little bit of Seaman in it. To yeah. be clear, you don't directly control the temperature. You basically like. You mess with the elevation of like the land and put water in to like raise or sounds lower like the temperature. Oh, so man, like, it sounds yes. like very popular. It, it reminded me so a lot like of populous. Populous meets Viva Pinata in a lot okay. of ways. Okay. Um, so yeah, you 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 manipulate the land and create mountains and create um, oceans, um, but it's very it's like very tightly compacted in this grid area. Uh, and so what you do is you basically modify the structure of the world and then you let time pass. You let thousands of years pass. Hmm. And uh, with the right conditions, temperature conditions, uh, plankton will form in the ocean. And then you can modify conditions to let those plankton evolve into jellyfish or plants. Uh, hmm. And then you can continue to let time pass uh, and create small organisms this sounds crazy i for some reason i thought this was just like a a, a third branch of the harvest moon like wonder yeah, boy it's totally different it's very um, different wow and, that and sounds pretty so crazy the thing that's really awesome about it so it's all uh i mean i shouldn't say it's all it's it's mostly from what they showed us real organisms real animals mm-hmm. it's not like made up creatures right um but it has this really really awesome cutesy art style Okay. Um, that that they I actually really I, I think they mentioned Nendoroid 
uh, hmm. figures. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And it's not that like it has actually nothing to do with Nendoroid officially. It's just, their, but it's kind of influence. the aesthetic in okay. a way. Like everything kind of looks like a very cute little action figure. So apparently, the ultimate goal is to evolve, is to build your world out enough so that you can evolve human life. Um, but oh, wow. the things that we saw in the demo were like creating flowers and plants. Uh, creating dinosaurs and mostly so you're manipulating the earth and the temperature are you like gathering crops are you doing resource anything or is it It just really it seems like you're mostly manipulating the just like you said the the uh the earth and the water right Um, i think there are like there There are items that you'll earn over the course of the game as you kind of level up and so i think one of the things that we saw was they they acquired a life seed so he could plant this life seed in the ocean, and that's how he spawned a jellyfish. Okay. Um, but it does have to do with a lot of it does have to do with kind of like modifying the biomes in a way, so that it's you kind can, of like an ant farm. You're just like yeah. you're manipulating conditions yeah. and then seeing what kind of erupts out so of it. So you can kind of make it like you can have this kind of like frigid world, yeah. or you can make kind of a desert world. You can and, and you can also like. Uh, you can you can spawn basically really like unique versions of different creatures. So like they showed a they showed a Tyrannosaurus Rex, mm-hmm. um, and there was this world that had just had a bunch of Tyrannosaurus Rexes, a bunch of other dinosaurs like uh, uh, I don't know pterodactyls. Yeah, they're pterodactyls. But then there was a huge mountain that they had created on this world, and when they went up to the top of that mountain, there was a special version of the T Rex. And because they had created this huge mountain in the world, it created this special T Rex that hmm. liked colder temperatures. So he lived up on the top of the mountain. So did you have like fur hanging out there? Or something it was just white. Like oh, white. All the ones on the like the ground level or okay. sea level were so, like yeah. orange. So I was wondering, is there is there any procedural generation with the enemies, or is it just you do these conditions? Bonk! This like pre baked thing finally appears. They suggested that when when two people play and do the same stuff like like when i play and mike plays and we're both going down the same path uh-huh. and creating the same creatures there will be some level of procedural generation or randomness maybe in the sense of like we might create the same creature but there is something different about them like maybe mike's has a stripe or yeah. okay yeah. Oh, or, okay so there are some elements to or like it, maybe they, but not like full-on like no yeah, man's sky no, like, like, like they created like a pterodactyl that had like a pompadour. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> okay. cool. Okay, okay. So, um, I have a question. Like you, you guys keep you keep saying they. So we know the creator is the guy who made Harvest Moon, Wada Sun. But like, who is they? Like, is there a publisher here? Uh, or? So it's Arc Systems Arc Works is doing oh, the nice. development. Oh, yeah. Okay, and uh, guys Nippon, who made Guilty Gear. Yeah, Nipponichi yeah. is publishing it. Nice. At okay. least in the U.S. Okay. I'm not yeah. sure who might be publishing it here. But what's uh, what oh, next year? Next. Yeah, year. they said next it's fall? next year. I want to say it might be earlier in Japan. But yes. next year in the U.S. It sounds really interesting. Pretty what? far along. It sounds like it, it seemed yeah. like it, was, it seemed like it was getting real, real close to done. Like they they went in, they showed the actual uh, the sort of um, tree of all the different uh, creatures you the could tree create. Life. Yeah, yeah, it's like an evolutionary hierarchy that yeah. goes from yeah. single cell mm-hmm. down to humans. Yeah, basically. and it was. I mean, it was massive, and it was. Complete from the looks of it. Oh, Isn't so not go beyond humans, like no, just humans. Now. As far as they told us, anyways. I see. Uh, and there's no like subgenres of humans. Like there, there there's humans, be. and then they're like well, Otaku who's sitting there. No, the, well, they did show us that like there are various types of monkeys, right? So okay. like they had kind of like a just a simple monkey, and then they had one that was kind of like a walking upright chimpanzee. And they didn't look too dissimilar, but they had different behaviors. I see. So maybe there would be like early humans 
There will there will definitely be like cavemen. JJ, what okay. is yeah. your your obsession here? What are you? Well, I just I'm curious at? to see like I'm, I I, I want to see where the end game is because if 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 you if the game ends when you create humans, mm-hmm. it'd be cool. It would be much cooler to go past that. I hope it's, it's like spore. Well, there is a there is a there is a farm village and marry okay. a woman. There's a what? Say that again. There's a, there's they showed off. There's challenge mode, which is just like uh, try and create something in the fastest time possible, hmm. and then there's also free mode, which is um, because the the regular game, you're kind of given a structure, you're given uh, goals to keep hitting and to keep you going towards that eventual goal of creating humans. And then in free mode, it's just like, here's the blank space. You can choose the size of the, the space you start with and just make whatever you want. Interesting. They did indicate that there was something after... In the game, after you the evolve human humans, thing. oh, they okay. did there was say like a secret ending. Yeah, they said the true ending. If you want the true ending, you have to find, you have to create all three hundred different species. species or whatever, and then they all become one giant monster. The They're true all stardust. Ending. <laughs> yeah. I like that. And what's it called? Birth- birthdays. Birthdays. The beginning. It was. It was real cool. It looked way way cooler than I expected. I also kind of went in expecting a like. Oh, it's the guy who made Harvest Moon. This is probably a Harvest, Harvest Moon thing, and, and yeah. the, the name doesn't tell you anything. So I had no exactly, idea. Yeah. Is it like two words, like birthday, like, like that's what I was thinking birthdays too. Birthdays or something, like, <laughs> no. as opposed to like you know the day that you were born. I don't know. It that sounds makes too much. There's sense. no apostrophe. Sounds a little right? Japanese, but that sounds really okay. interesting. Okay. Cool. What else? What else? What else? What else? People see notable at the show. I can't anything talk about else? anything else. Uh, okay. I mean, I, all I really did today was VR. Um, mm. So I have pink eye. So that's good. Got the conjunctivitis. Yeah. No. Apparently, there is such a thing no. as eye herpes. Do people know about this? Wow. Go on. Yeah, I, I actually do know about that. There. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's about My girlfriend's an optometrist. So. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I played uh, for it's about VR uh, suppression. Oh. Are you going no, on with this? No, sorry, oh, okay. Go. So, um, um, what on earth is this game called? It's it's the it's the one that's like Yusha no Kuseni Namaikira, and it's yeah. like uh, what, oh, what uh, have I done to deserve this, my lord? Like, what, what is the the whole title of the name. series? I forgot it's a long name. They, but it's that, it's they, that they all have we'll like a bunch of different names. Out. So there's a VR version, but it's um it basically it's like a, a it's one of those like VR table games where like yeah. you know. You're sitting at the table, and you just have to you have to drop monster dens onto the onto the game board so that you you know you expand um, the 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 monster creatures. And do you and then use take like move controllers castle. to do that? Or? You use no, actually, it's, it, this was actually really well done. It uses a Dual Shock Four. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it senses the position of the DualShock 4 in space. And then as you tilt the DualShock 4 around, um, it's sort of like there's like a um, there's a hand that's pointing at the board. And you just tilt the DualShock 4 and it moves the hand around the board. It's it's actually okay. it controls it controls very easily with the DualShock 4. It's pretty mm. good. Yep, yep. Um, it was fun. I mean, it's a very simple strategy game where you just you know generate more resources to just drop more of those uh, monster dens and just encroach upon the uh, upon the hero's castle and destroy all the good people. Did uh, speaking of monsters and there's VR, and there's a devil across the table and the demo guy is just like this is uh, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Like I got gotcha. you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> did anybody? Uh, did anybody play the Shin Godzilla? Uh, Little VR demo. I did not try that. Your okay. favorite movie? Yeah. Well, I, I played Wild Guns. Fucking garbage. Oh, <laughs> have you seen it? I have Mystery not. guest number six. I think you need. I think you need. I think you need to watch it with seven? subtitles, Mark. No, it's garbage. I'll be seven. It's my favorite number. All right, Mystery guest number seven. I have not seen it. Um, I actually have to be honest and say I have no interest in seeing it. Really, from the go. Um, Good. Not really interested in seeing what. 
the Evangelion side of it can do. But uh, it could have been so. Did you see it? JJ? I haven't seen it yet. I'm, oh, wait, I'm, I'm waiting. So I see you're one of those. I'm waiting. You, you know I'm, that I'm wrong. I'm waiting for uh, subtitles because I hear it's really dense and it's like a lot of. Oh politi- yeah, I'm sure like, it's like a fucking West Wing episode. Well, I'm that's, sure. that's, that's, that's what, that is what people are saying. Yeah, that is what I heard. Sure yeah, I don't think I'm going to like you it. You can't. But that, you can't go into a movie and not understand everything and then come out and be like, "This was shit." Actually, you can. I, I have to ask though. I can show you, can. you one. Yes, you can. You can't. You who studied film in college. Yeah. So like, and I watch movies with subtitles, or I have to understand the movie to give a right. Critique but about there's it. there's more to a movie than the dialogue, right? I, well, there is a lot of so part, a lot of part of the movie is like a dialogue. A fucking like a high schooler got his V first VHS camera for <laughs> oh fucking Christmas. All right, all right. Let's get back to TGS. What? I'm just. Why do you have such a vested interest? I'm in this? just you saying. I'm just saying. I'm yet. just saying. You 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 should watch it again with subtitles so you can, understand. Can, can I just ask, Mr. So, wait, who are you? You haven't said yes. who you are, I, oh, by the way. Well, he can't, he can't uh, say I, I can't really name. say who I am, oh, okay, so okay. please okay. just call me really a, a, the very AI. interesting voice. AI. Actual mystery yes. Yes. Okay. Anonymous insider. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I hear a lot of mixed things about it, and I haven't seen it myself, so I really can't give an opinion on whether or not I think it's good or not. Great but, ending, though, JJ. Just to pin your hopes don't, on that don't ending. Spoil, don't it, spoil. No, no, it's great, though. But when I parse Climax. through what's been Bam. written, I, I just can't see how it ends up being good. Yeah. And well, we'll so see. So who who here we'll thinks see. it's good? Uh, we know some people who are in here. Really really Shin Godzilla. Godzilla movie. I heard it's good. Yeah. yeah. I've also heard. It, I'm yeah, so it's excited good. for everybody to see. It. I know some people who saw Colin, it and absolutely it? loved it, and I know some Colin saw it and he yeah, liked exactly. it. And I can't say I, Japanese I people. It was really good. Right. I feel like you had to live in Japan. Oh, sorry. Japanese friends of mine that I've talked to loved it. That's just it. I know a lot of people who are Japanese and love it, but yeah. when you ask the foreign population, it's split. And if you have an attachment to Japan, then you like it. You have to have lived in Japan for a while, I think, to really get it. Because it's a lot about the bureaucracy right. of like, a Japanese system. Oh, you know, it's 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 very subtle. You that know, sounds I fascinating. Think the part <laughs> that I was like, oh, yeah. this is so subtle. I'm, not sure, I got, versus I'm bureaucracy. not sure I got the message when they showed a fucking picture of the Hiroshima like atomic memorial. As somebody literally said, oh, like, <laughs> is Godzilla really the mo- the monster or the bad <laughs> <laughs> is it- <laughs> there so, might have been mention of that, but that was so not open. If I got the subtle hues of the dialogue, <laughs> okay. if, you want, if you want to, if you want to argue, not understanding sure half the of the ending, movie, I'm sure the ending would fix. I'm sure it would fix the ending and everything. I wish Shane was still Everybody see this movie. I wish Shane was here because is the is the is the ending that they defeat Godzilla by realizing that he's a giant metaphor. Anyway, anyway, wild 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 guns. Anyway, yes. I played that at E3. That's very good. PS4 indie game. Uh, for some reason, well, it's have... by no, it's by Natsume. That's true, Natsume. But they're more or less an <laughs> it's indie a real game. Okay. It's a Nintendo game, right? Wait, that's well, it's in a Super Nintendo so cartridge it's a today. Weird... Like it was in a no. Yeah, so that's yeah. just for that's baloney, though, right? Yeah, that's just for like can't yeah, do that for show. That's theatrics. Yeah, really? uh, but yeah, it's a widescreen <laughs> HD, but it's, it's pixel graphics. Game. I was convinced, uh, right? But they can't, and they can't <laughs> go back to the corner. <laughs> they can't use uh, certain graphics or something. I forget the like the. Uh, 
usage rules mm. of what was made for the old game that they can use and not. Uh. But uh, but I heard when I played it at E3 that it's like the original Wild Guns team. They're all still yeah. around, uh-huh. and they the were just guys like, who were demoing a new it, one. The guys who were demoing it were like old, like gray hair old. <laughs> oh, I gotta go check that out. Yeah. Maybe they're <laughs> yeah. And like, like you know, I I like I played it with them. It's four players, uh, couch co-op, no uh, online, which is unfortunate because that I think it would be way better with online, but. Four-player co-op, you know, it's just like classic Wild Guns gameplay, widescreen mm-hmm. support. Um, there's two new characters. One is a dog with a flying robot, and another one is like this big fat woman that throws grenades. Okay. Um, it's, it's wonderful. It's yeah, like they made it's another great. 16-bit it's game. Like, it's it, great. it feels like a Saturn, a lost Saturn game. Like as far as graphic fidelity, graphic level, fidelity and like the four player aspect to yeah. it, it feels like if it's like you know Saturn Bomberman's little brother or something like that. Okay, would be really fun at parties and stuff like that. I hear it's like really expensive, like forty dollars or something like that. But mm. I mean, otherwise the game is really good. So. When does that come out? It must come out soon if they. Uh, they a... said within this year. Okay. Um, within 2016. What else? Any other little um, things? That, anybody in the indie corner um, in the goods? So that's why I, I, oh, pl- I did, played that at the Alexa, indie corner. Alexa, um, uh, what uh, Square Enix merchandise did you buy? Oh, uh, all of it. Oh, all of it? <laughs> Too much. That's a lot. I, I 30,000 yen worth of Square Enix merchandise. Whoa. I bought a lot of CDs. What's that? What's that? What is oh, it? this booth. What's the name of this there company? There were three booths. There were three booths that I, that I freaked out at. I'm not a big... Goods guy, yeah. Uh, and this well. is the only Sega stuff. That's the only place I break down. And today I broke down. I got I got this sweet bag. You guys can't see it. That's here. a it's pretty sweet bag. Can it's, a, it's a it's a tote bag. It's uh, it's, it's all like the a... schematics of the Mega Drive. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, the 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 controller for yeah, the the, the, the the Mega Drive. Yes. I got and this sweet shirt. Oh, that sounds Bright great. Sega shirt. That sounds With really all great. The, uh, all the systems they ever made. Including the Terra oh, wow. Drive. Yeah. I'm so glad yeah. that you bought a shirt because I've only ever seen you wearing the shirt that you're wearing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad hey. you pointed that out, Alexa, because that is 100% true. <laughs> Alexa, he also owns a Galaxy shirt. Oh, okay. So I've don't never forget seen about him in a Galaxy one. shirt. Yeah. yeah. Well, how much were these? These are awesome shirts. Sega Expensive Saturn as hell. Twenty eight hundred yen. Oh, that's not really? Yeah. That's like thirty bucks. So there was this. So I bought these guys. That's these were very like legit reasonable. from the actual Sega booth. And then I went over. There's this other company called like. An, an, is it Anipon? Anipon. Yeah, and they had. A N I P P O N. shit, and I freaked out. Like they had vans these of all the Sega. Yeah, yeah, you saw the Dreamcast, Saturn, Mega Drive last year. They had. They stepped it up. They had a Dreamcast. They had a Dreamcast like jacket that was pretty cool. It was like seven thousand yen. They had a Mega Drive jacket that almost fit me, and the whole crew was like rallying around me. They're like, "Buy this, buy this!" And I was like, I tried it on. It was just like a bit too tight. It was Nima Nanasane, so like almost two hundred fifty bucks. What what did it look like? It was like a Mega Drive. It was like this Black. windbreaker, but it like had like badass stitching and like stuff engraved, you know, like in, embroidered in it everywhere. Hmm. They're it was doing really, more really cool. like leather goods. They have like leather Dreamcast like fashion accessory straps and things like that, and like a leather Sonic the Hedgehog and Fantasy Zone. Opa, a leather Opa. Sonic the Hedgehog. They had like little like badges <laughs> or little Sonic. like pouches <laughs> or, or like accessories like you that you would you know put on your clothing or on uh, your bag. So or higher whatever. end, but they're. Ex- Expensive. They like had, little, they had this little tiny thing, the size of like a, I don't know, the size of like a, like a half dollar. You know what I mean? Like Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog leather thing was like 135 bucks. They had it's, giant, oversized, gorgeous stuff. Oh, like yeah. amazing Mega Drive boxes that were like 
you know, four or oh. five times the size of a regular Mega Drive box. Why didn't I see that? That had T-shirts inside them. The T-shirt oh, print nice. quality was not quite there. They were like five thousand uh, yen T-shirts. Right. But the the giant Shining Force, like holding the giant but Shining Force yeah. box, I was like a kid again. Like, Every I, I shirt is out. in a giant replica that Mega is Drive. Really box. smart packaging. That company. Yeah, is. I always bought it right for the packaging. Yeah. Are they just have the Sega license? Did they do other stuff? It was just Sega it was stuff. Just they Sega had stuff. Dreamcast, oh, Dreamcast skateboards, boards? Mega oh, Drive shit. skateboards. These that are looks bad. Awesome. So it's called. It's in the goods area. It's called Anipon, and it's like facing the back or facing like the left wall. So you kind of got to walk around the booths to get to it. I okay. didn't see other it. stuff you might want to think about um, if you're going to Tokyo Game Show. Um, uh, Sane, which is a company that does all the Nintendo plushes, um, they have all their Nintendo plushes, but special just for Tokyo Game Show, they have Hako Boy. Uh, oh, yeah. Box Ooh. Boy. And they had a they Hako, have a Boy, Hako Boy plush, and they have a Hako Boy shirt that you can get. Um, sure. So you might want to consider did doing that up? just for Tokyo Game Show. I actually did. I bought the plush. What's the I wasn't going to shove myself into that shirt. Um, uh, thousand yen. <laughs> Okay, thousand oh, nice. yen, ten okay. bucks. Yeah, yeah the, no, the shirt the shirt sizes run not, on that's the not Wii happening. side that's here. Not happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the very um, Wii side can and, and they also had at Square Enix at the CDs. Um, they had CDs. They had a whole were, music shop. So, they have a whole music shop. So I bought a bunch of stuff. It's the best place to buy Square Enix CDs because then you just pay retail price and they give you free stuff too. Um, they had CDs that were signed by Uematsu and Yoko Shimomura and like Kenji uh, Ito, mm-hmm. and they're signed on the booklet and then they shrink wrap the the CD like a normal CD shrink wrap wow. so it's like inside the cd yeah. and their standard retail price until they run out what the wow yeah okay so i bought Uematsu and shimomura i, I doubled nice. up on my that's kind of crazy i'm surprised yeah. you could just sell that you could just flip that yeah immediately. I, I could i'm yeah. not gonna have and you <laughs> been by the capcom booth the capcom merch booth at all yeah so i found this little thing and i can't ah the jason i can't yes yeah, so, yeah jason a striker tweeted and said i need this thing and it's uh, i don't know what they're called oh my goodness but they light up when you pull this little thing yeah, out, I saw oh, the wow. tweet. This going totally crazy. Can you yeah. activate it? Um, if thing? I activate it, the battery battery okay, yeah, will run out. Before I get it to Jason, don't do but that. But it's like a little Monster Hunter like keychain thing, yeah, and so it it's a Bubba Conda. It it's the, just nasty farts on it. Right. Yep. The art does, um, that you was, see in the quest details of right the the enough. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the, it's, uh, the art style is like what you would see in the quest details. The like little, right. almost like cave painting version Stamp of a uh, Baba Kong. Um, I don't want to take out the thing, but I guess yeah, it lights up. It. I guess it, it lights up. It's like, like sixties lettering uh, of what it's saying. So it's made up of words instead of. Oh yeah, the, it says nasty farts. Yep. Right monster. I say. Yeah, it looks beast. like an Austin Powers poster yeah. from here. Yeah, Baba nasty farts. That's what he do. Gotta get the do. nasty farts from it my does, boy Jason. It, like in the middle, it says nasty farts. Yes. With the R is pink. Right for some in the reason. middle. Capcom had uh, <laughs> Capcom had Rockman.exe cheesecake. Oh, the Capcom has some good stuff. They, they have do. some real good Ace Attorney merch, and they, they like Ace Attorney is the series that always gets shafted. So mm. any very, good, really appreciate uh, it. any good Biohazard Resident Evil stuff. There was Resident Evil Green Curry. Yeah, green, yeah that curry is like, bad. I've seen that bad before. Curry. They've had that there was a lot of Biohazard 20th anniversary stuff, like a really cool Biohazard like hat and stuff like that. So, okay, yeah. If you're into that, okay. are we talking about the merch corner? Yes. yes. We are. Did anybody talk about the ninety dollars Fantasy Star Online bathing suit? No, I want to see what because we're going to Hawaii like soon. I, I want to see like, what it looks like. What is it? It's not like a onesie, is it? Like that? <laughs> no. I mean, it's just a regular. When I think of Fantasy Star Online, I think of that like guy wearing the orange kind of jumper. It had like one of the like you know how like they have the different like sort of icon logo things for like the different gear and stuff. It had like one of the you know icon uh, logos on the thing, and it had no like I don't know what you call it on a bathing suit, but you know like a dude's bathing suit has like an inner like the sort of. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, meant, it's meant for you to go like it had ju- none? junk free. Yeah, none of that? Like, yeah, none of that. So okay, yeah, that for $90. Is... So that's why I had to pass. Okay. Otherwise, so I was the, considering they're like, it. They're like board shorts then. 
Because board shorts yeah. don't have the mesh I guess so. underwear yeah. part of it. Yeah, yeah, but they also had like nights, like because Jake, our pal here, Jake likes to sleep with like a YouTube Mark with like a mask thing, or whatever. They had like a night's eye mask, so you can look like the character from Nights. Oh wow! When you sleep, oh, when no one will see like you. What you're not seeing, you really actually. And they had that rad 16 bit hat. Did you guys talk about that? Or? So that's where I broke down. So I, I've seen that. It was before Mega Man was wearing it. I saw it for party, and I I went to the booth looking for that hat. Yeah, and it's a Mega Drive hat. It's all black. It just has big gold embroidered 16-bit. It's fucking. Oh, badass. that it sounds says awesome. Mega Drive on the side, and on the see, bottom of the, the fucking hood, there's a Mega Drive controller. Oh, I didn't even notice. Ooh, that. And I don't know why. I like. I was like, I I knew I was going to spend a bunch of money on t-shirts. <laughs> I walked away from the hat, and now I'm like, fuck. Shit about the hat, you Jake. You can, but you I can't you ever wear it with that shirt, or you're just going to confuse the hell out of people. Sixteen-bit. Is she normal? It would be amazing. Now His shirt says seventeen-bit for the listeners out there. Who can't put a five up there or something. <laughs> Dude, you can get somebody to get that hat for you, you in the next couple days. I'm not going back to the show. Send me a picture but of it. Somebody will it. do it for you. Okay. I'll look Just to use Twitter. That's what Twitter's for. I'm, I'm going tomorrow, Jake. And there I haven't been go. to the merch area yet. Boom. So. Done it's and black. done. You, you can't and I'm going it. to Osaka this weekend. So Well, done show and off. done and done and done. There you go. Okay. You know, it's, there's, we'll, we'll talk. you got to look at the embroidery. There's a couple of them that had like, a couple loose, you know. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Never mind. If you think hat, you want to get the right one. I'm not going to get involved in this first. Yeah. Okay. Um... Uh, other stuff that we didn't touch on at the show. Anything? Uh, last year, Neo was my favorite art direction of the game of the show, and this year it's the same. It looks fucking crazy good. Did you play it? Did you play the no? Alpha, there, was, there was a big line. I just sat and watched all the. There was no, like no. six people playing. But, but the stuff they've had like an alpha and a, a public alpha. And a I have beta. not played them yet. Okay. I've been waiting for the final version. But seeing it today, I was just you're like, gonna hate it. You are gonna hate it so much. Uh oh! But it looks so good. He doesn't yeah. like good games. He so doesn't like. Okay. Dark I don't Souls. like janky third person action games. <laughs> well, it's my. It's my what tonight. he means when he says that is that he doesn't like Dark Souls. Uh, that's what he, that's his or way Monster of saying. Yeah. yeah, or Monster. Oh, yeah. Uh, or, um, so just any, what, what is everybody's games of the show? Oh. Did, I mean, there's not a lot of games to say nice things about, but I mean, <laughs> there was... There were some games. Thank you. That took way longer than it should have. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, thank you very I, much. Just, no, I'm just yeah. Um, <laughs> that would just seem like pandering. I feel. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you give the disclaimer about how everything on the show is a we, lie? Actually, yes. we did. Okay. Yes, we right. did. <laughs> FCC. Wow. So we're all good with the FCC. I would. We're I totally would. Bad. I would say Wild Guns is because it's like a weird Japanese game that you don't really see at TGS anymore. Like a small, you know, 2D like. Five years ago, you would go everywhere and there would be like a 3DS or, you know, a DS game that was just like a cool little action game from a small Japanese team. Mm. They don't really see that anymore. So, like, seeing that in the indie booth for me was like, you know, sentimental. sentimental. Big. Like, it's gotten a lot bigger. There was a lot Mm. of games in there. Like, I didn't even actually have time to see them all. I kind of In general, TGS was bigger than it used to be in the last few years. You know what it is? It's all the, all like the mobile games companies and smaller companies are like, instead of just having a little tiny booth or like a part of a booth, now they have a bigger booth. Yep. Right? Yep. So, my game of the show is, um, I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's called like Schoolgirl Zombie. um, (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. You press a button and you take your clothes off. <laughs> Let's talk about it more. Yeah, wow. it's a yeah. really great uh, thing to skip. Anybody? Anything else? Anywhere yes. Else? Other. Uh, I'll just say that I, I the those rules about everything on the show being a lie does, don't apply to me because I'm a 100 percent unbiased journalist. <laughs> no, yeah. with unfallible like integrity. No way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your support, Alexa. <laughs> uh, but I will say that Res Infinite uh, and was the best thing I saw this week. Um, 
Yeah, but we'll hear more about that in yep. a week or so. I want to go crazy Slide about that too, but I'll wait. Yeah, nice. damn it. I also team Res Infinite. Can't say shit. Okay. Mm, mm. I didn't play it at TGS, but Res Infinite is. <laughs> Here we go. Great. So, Phil, besides Res Infinite, what would you be your other game of the show? Can I say something that's going to make people real mad? Ooh. Go ahead. Please. Please don't say what the zombie game. No. <laughs> no. What, if, what if the best game that I've seen at TGS is not a Japanese game? Uh-oh. What did you... What? You Mafia, Mafia 3? Yeah, do it. Uh, over at... Uh, we went to Bandai Namco yesterday and oh. saw a bunch of different stuff. Uh, and one of the games that I was very surprised by... In fact, I think the only ja- non-Japanese game that they had there uh, was a game called Little Nightmares. Hmm. Um, That's the one by Tarsier, right? Yeah, it's Tarsier Studio, uh, who are the people who have done a bunch of like Little Big Planet stuff. Okay. Um, okay. A bunch of like spin-off projects. This is their first original IP. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's a sort of like 3D light platformer. Um, it, it looks a lot like Limbo, but there's actual mm-hmm. depth in the environments. You can move around um, into the backgrounds and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's super creepy. It has an incredible like sort of claymation art style, mm-hmm. and it just feels really good. Um, mm-hmm. Like the puzzles are really fun and and satisfying, and it just What's really it really it creeped me out. Uh, I think it's it's a PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Okay, um, but I recommend cool. people check I, it out. Yeah, YouTube.com/slash/Polygon. We have some video of it. Nice coverage. Does it have that little big planet jank to it? Do the uh, jumps? Oh, Tell me, the you jumps really do belong on this podcast. Yes, you do. It's it's hard to say from from just we only played like a ten minute demo. Um, it is like sort of physicsy based puzzles, but everything that I played, it, it was precise enough to work that's not so there was none like, of that that's not a that. good endorsement that is a, oh yeah the there's also the precise enough. yeah there's you also said a, something said nothing by saying a lot of things <laughs> that's my job i read about video games um i review them in fact the yeah. yeah that's right uh there's also a, a sort of stealth element although they they were careful they said we don't like to call it stealth because that implies like that your character has any sort of power like like, oh, they're going to sneak in the shadows and then snap someone's neck. Hmm. This is more like hide-and-seek gameplay is what they called it. Hmm. Where Did you play Inside? I have not played Inside yet, which I, I feel Dude, very bad about. Don't spoiler anything. Do we, okay, I guess I can't ask no. a draw comparison then. I will say... That's it, probably the I mean, best game I've played. Is very much like I, it's probably the best game this year. Like yeah. I've um, heard it's incredible, and I feel it's, very it's bad. It's the that best I puzzle game, the best art direction, and probably the best platformer. Maybe that I've played it's, if you played Limbo, you can very much imagine what it's Inside is. I agree, but it is building in that. It's very much in the same genre of game that Limbo is. So, so has anyone? Did, I think you'll like Little Nightmares then. Okay. Yes, I've played Inside and Limbo, and I didn't play. I, did, I didn't play it. Phil played it. But we did go. We sat through a demo, and I was very impressed by what they. So showed. is it like so? You, the name and how you were talking about it is it like kind of horror themed kind of is this like disturbing creepy uh, kind of vibe to it. Yeah, I mean they they were like, oh, it's not a horror game, but it's. I think what they meant is that it's not gory. Right. Like, there's not there's not a lot of blood. They never show the the main character is a little kid, and they never show the main character dying. It's always just a fade to black and then leave it to your imagination okay. kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, but then, but there's like scenarios where it's like you'll come into a room that's like a giant kitchen, and there's this big creepy looking butcher that's like cutting meat, and you need to like hide under tables to get away from him. He'll like reach under the tables and try and grab you. Mm. Um, so like it's maybe not not horror in the way that video games traditionally do horror. It's more right. of just like creepy, unsettling feeling. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. 
Awesome. Yeah, that that definitely. I'll check that out. So there's video out of that now. Okay, great. What's the name of the 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 developer? Uh, Tarsier. Tarsier. How, how do you spell Tarsier that? Tarsier T A R S I E R Studios. A monkey or something? Perhaps. Okay. <laughs> yep. I'm not a monkey yes. expert, but okay. Uh, <laughs> I believe it's a small monkey. What else? All right. <laughs> any 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 other games of the show? Monkey esque. Any other stuff? Are we going to talk about other things? Are we done? I there's, feel like so much has happened much. in the past couple of weeks that's not directly a part of like TGS, but that was like big news. Can we get we... Uh, hot takes on the PS Pro? Hot takes. I was just going to say, it's was big. there any mention of it at all in Japan? Barely any, anything. Any and in the anywhere? PlayStation 4 booth only had like a TV in the back where you couldn't see it. Didn't see it. And like it was there. It was on the side kind of thing. <sighs> they should have had a bigger TV hooked like, up they, to They it, were though. not pushing it at all. I get the feeling that... In Japan, that is not going to be a thing. But it Which, is here, and they're going to release it. Oh, yeah, they yeah. are. I've, I've already but, like, pre-ordered one just in case. For all intents and purposes, I think they're they're like doubling down on the PS4 Mini, but the PS Pro so then, is like... I mean, TV... TV new PlayStation 4. I, ironically, TVs in Japan are not... Like you, you're not going to find a lot of variety and uh, the best... Like, cheap TVs don't really exist here. So well, like if you have a living room where you can be far enough from your 4K TV for it to matter, you don't live in Japan. So yeah, sort of. So really like, uh, so I think like yeah. they're not probably Shows putting too much emphasis yeah. on the PS Pro <laughs> here. <laughs> I will say like my, my PS4 Pro hot take is that at the beginning I didn't get it, and then I watched uh, the Spider-Man in 4K thing, and my eyes popped out of my head. It looked fucking amazing. Like. I didn't think about it this way until I saw that, but it's like going from PS2 to the 360, the resolution jump that happened there, we're like seeing it again. And for me, that was like... Yeah, I watched the conference on a on a Retina iPad, and then I didn't like I didn't think it was going to make a difference. But then I watched stuff later off the Retina, like with the lower resolution, you really can see the difference. It looks yeah. really, really good. Yeah, like, I remember, I mean, I was watching in the Giant Bomb stream, I think, and they were like... Because I, I, I was just watching on the whatever the youtube stream of it or whatever and it looked like it looked cool but it, only when they showed like here's a sunset in hdr and here's one that you could tell the difference yeah it's so the giant bomb guys were like that shit looked amazing like, yeah they, they were actually there the, the people who were actually yeah, there you were can't like, that see, looked really good you can't see the hdr difference on a regular monitor so i didn't really i didn't get that mu- that part so much but i like watched so much i went later on that day with my family went to the mall and i'm like you know, honey, I gotta go to the electronic <laughs> store to look at an HDR TV, and I just like stood in front of one, and it was like my like my eyes hurt from the amount of colors I was looking at. It was like <laughs> ridiculous. Are you buying a pro? Are you Brian day one buying a pro? Hell no. I mean, oh. like, I, 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 first I need to build a house, and then oh, right, I need yeah, to buy a 4K yeah. TV. You got, some, like, <laughs> you got some bills. So, like, the other hot take is that, like, the, who is this system for? Because that's, like, a very small audience of people who have 4K TVs with HDR well, now. I will say that I, I mean, how many people at this table are going to buy one? What, a PS4 I think Pro? Or yeah, a Pro. I mean, we oh. are obviously like a very yeah, high I mean, so maybe about half the people. I'm going to get one. Raise their hand. I put my hand so, up halfway because I'm buying it because it's like that sort of. I, I mean, I bought an Xbox One too, and like that was a mistake. So, also, like, you know, it's like a. You <laughs> right, know, I mean, I buy it. You have a disease. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. No, if you. I mean, well, the thing is, it's like even if you're not planning on buying a $7,000 uh, 4K television, PlayStation 4 Pro is also going to give you a bump in performance on VR. Exactly. That's that's right. very so true. That more of a could bump really be the killer app. than it is actually anything else. Right? Yeah, I mean that's kind of yeah. I mean it's going to be a lot of things. It's going to and it's going right. to be frame rate on some games, and it's going to be. I mean, I guess it's an open question about how much you know 
games like Fallout, the next whatever Fallout is and stuff, like the Bethesda games and stuff like that are going to run. But, like, yeah, obviously we're, like, a very yeah. hardcore sampling here. But, but to me, it's, like, I can have potentially, like, faster load times and right. anything. I'm just yeah. going to But I kind of agree with JJ, though. I don't, I don't think there's a I – don't, I don't understand, I guess, yet. You feel like the they audience didn't sell it, it to you unless you have a 4K HDR TV. We'll say, I was at GDC this last year, and I saw the new Unity demo, I want to say. I think it was Unity. But it was the first time I'd seen, like, footage on that. And I was the same way as you. I was like, is this okay for my eyes? Like, I was entranced. I <laughs> yeah. was like, this is crazy. But with like, the HDR the, thing. The light is so – bright you're like i mean i think it's closer to like walking outside and being like in daylight so your eyes are taking in way more lumens than you're used to yeah and part of me was like is this okay like am i if i watch this all the time is this gonna be <laughs> it okay? fixed your your cataracts Maybe actually have children. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like laser Speed surgery burns them off so yeah, yeah like I, I feel like this is a product that would make sense three years from now like even well, scorpio i think is going to be too early for 4k or like i was saying before like i wish that this product was 200 dollars more and also played all my back catalog of playstation shit and played like everything so it was like yeah. if they're going to make blu-rays yeah well oh, i don't know if they draw yeah, all, they, the, all the 4k blu-rays that everybody's gonna buy i know like everybody complains about that but i own zero and i never plan to buy one so i don't know well i've had it for the record i've had a 4k tv for two years and i've never seen 4k content on it once well, we'll see. That, that kind of that kind of further proves yeah, my point. Like, like my PC onto it. It's, it's still so early. Like, I don't understand the. Mm-mm-mm. Anyways, but uh, yeah, yeah. I guess it remains to be seen when all of the 4K content is really going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, then they were they they said some things during the conference about Netflix and some other stuff. But it's like, when is that kind of explosion <laughs> going to happen? <laughs> yeah, YouTube. What's well, up? Yeah, there, I mean, there work. There is a, a new internet video codec that's being worked on with Netflix, Amazon, and all those companies to be able to deliver 4K content at a lower, you know, my bandwidth still with better out, looking. Though. You know, my well, no, you it's, it's not out Game yet. Pass though. For some reason, what's wrong with your NFL Game Pass? It was an American credit card issue. All right, well, <laughs> uh, we won't talk about the wrong now. cable so, in the wrong. We should just have a podcast for all the problems Jake <laughs> Isn't that has. everyone's problem? Yeah. It's a metaphor the, for The, the weird thing about the PlayStation 4 Pro that I think we're kind of in this weird situation where Sony has to tell people that the PlayStation 4 Pro is going to be awesome, but they can't say it's going to be too awesome. Like, they can't come out and be like, you have to own this. Right, because, because the message is, you don't have to own this. You, you We're not moving yeah. everybody onto the PS4 Pro. You can stick with your old PS4. It's fine. Go ahead. Right. So right. they can't be too hyperbolic about how good the PS4 Pro is. Well, also, but the problem yeah. is, then if you can't be too hyperbolic about it, how are you supposed to sell it to anybody? Because you yep. can't be, like, super over the top and say, you've got to have it. It's the new thing. Right. Now it's just like, a, maybe you want it. As a developer, the idea that you suddenly have two SKUs on a previously safe one SKU sort of rollout is nightmarish. I mean, like, with the PC or with the, even, like, Android stuff, you have to be able to support this whole scope of stuff. And it's a pain in the ass. I mean, it's a complete pain in the ass. There's no mm. doubt about it. One of the benefits of console development is, like, you've got to fix spec it works or it doesn't work. It's way more binary. It's way easier on everybody. And all of a sudden, you've got sort of two. And you've got to make concessions all across the board for both of them. And I'm, I'm a little nervous about well, that. Sorry. When, when it starts to get, I think, even more complicated is when you, then you have Scorpio and the Xbox One. And you have two of those. And, and if you start to do multiple things, and then PC is its own thing. So you have to develop two separate game, two separate things for 
the pro, the PS4 Pro, and then the PS4 Amateur, or whatever the hell well, we're going to call it moving forward. I like that name. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's more, more, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Separate yeah. builds, it's and they'll have their own issues, right? There'll be bugs that's in the 4K crazy. version that's not going to show up in the other version. Whoa. You're going to have to deal with that. I don't know about that. Let's, let's back up here, because, uh, I mean, I think it might depend on your game, but, like, I will yeah. say, I do know for Res, it was... Very very simple, and we do not have two yeah. two builds. When you make yeah, a special baby when child, you when so. you make PC <laughs> games, you don't make the ultra high <laughs> setting version of Witcher Three, and then the high setting and the medium setting. You just have those settings, and that's how it's going to work with PS4 yeah. Pro. Right. So I mean, it, but 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 different games are supporting it in different ways, right? Yeah. Like there's I've heard a lot of differences. Yeah, there I mean, are, and so communicating that too, like even the language that you use for it, like we're starting to feel feel this out ourselves now, and it's like, okay, how do I communicate like where does this fall in the spectrum of how much you support 4k like which Mm. parts are 4k and which parts aren't and what's your exact resolution and stuff and like to some degree i don't think people care right Mm. they just want to see it and know that it's good but then again you know there are people coming from pc who they are kind of trying to sell this to yeah who very much do care the new guys that want that exact numbers and all of that kind of shit it's like like daddy's first or Bobby's first uh, PC game. I'm wondering if we'll start to see options more like PC options that are deeper, you know, on the graphic, the different kind of graphic fidelity. Like, um, yeah, we we are kind of seeing that now. Starting like, to I already, think Neo yeah. actually yes. was one of the games. Neo that did that. already you just guys does talked about yeah. that. But uh, there are a couple other games where it's like, do you want, you know, do you want higher frame rate? Do you want higher resolution? Or it was Neo is more consistent resolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for me, like the the thing about PS4 Pro is just like. I'm gonna buy it for the FOMO because, like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's my problem. What if, oh, yeah. what if? What if? Well, yeah. What mm-hmm. if the Overwatch? What if Overwatch looks just a little bit better on the PS4 Pro? What if it secretly comes right. with Knack too? Knack is back. I don't know. Like, we don't want to miss out on that. that <laughs> what if it, man, what if it really makes Knack game good? I was really hoping <laughs> right? that the yeah. had Knack. That would be crazy. <laughs> if you're a, if you're a four Knack year harder. old, Knack is amazing. <laughs> Let me, I'm, I'm just going to throw one. I know. It's so, so yeah. re- what? Regress. Yeah. Regress a few ten years. If you're, and also, by the way, if you're a four-year-old, any game ever is totally amazing. That's not, not, I'd not be worried about your eyes then. Uh, Senpai, Death's, you're 41. Death Stranding yeah, is an open-world action game. That's That shouldn't be funny. What? Funny. Crazy there, I don't know. Junior. I never saw you been like... Oh. Shut up. Um, <laughs> Death Stranding sticks and not... Uh, he said all that before. I, I love how like the, they get Ko- Kojima. It is old okay. news. It's old. So I have a theory about this picture right here that he showed. All right, go for of it. The four is guys jumping rope. What find are you talking about on the internet? But it's a very comical, uh, lighthearted, cartoony picture. Sorry, I'm just like for the hearing impaired or visually yeah. impaired, <laughs> which is everyone because <laughs> everybody <laughs> and they're jumping like on one big rope. Go. So I have a theory. So this is Guillermo del Toro. This is yes. Norma Reedus. This has to be Kojima. That's got to be Mads Mikkelsen. That's got to be him. That looks like him with the angry eyes. Why do we think it's Mads oh, Mikkelsen? Because, because have they worked together? He's definitely a foreigner because his hair's not black. So he's so Mads Mikkelsen. I think it was him or someone else put up an Instagram post of him like in oh. like like doing some mocap for something, oh. and then he was wearing an orange jumpsuit, oh. and someone else got a snap of his back with All the orange the jumpsuit. So people mm-hmm. and Kojima has said that he wants to work with him. So I have a theory right. that that's him, and those that's are like the four theory. main I think that's a good theory because it does kind of look like him too. And they're all jumping rope, being happy together. I was wondering if I that just didn't weird. know who that was, or that was meant to be like a little mystery. They're He's like got Ko- the Hannibal face. They were going. just like Kojima. We need you to come up here and do something. He's like, here's some slides of 
people jumping rope. And, and he's really, yeah, I mean, this this is all the stuff that he had talked about at E3. Like, if you yeah. interviewed him, like, yeah. he was just like, oh, yeah, stranding, rope, etc. I mean, and, they're doing a very good job of staying in the news. And yeah, I mean, they kind of have yeah. to talk about their stuff. So, like, hey. Because, like, every little, every little pixel that they release is going to yeah. have 100 fans looking at that pixel yep. being like, it's blue. No, it's green. Because he's so good with the breadcrumb <laughs> yeah, trail. He's he so good with it. Yeah. So, like, I... I'll, I, he has to be doing it with that. Yeah. Has to be. Okay, I think we covered the pro stuff mostly. Uh, everyone's getting HDR compatibility too, even older. Woo. That's cool. PS4 but no game support it. So well, and how many people have a TV that supports it? I about guess hundred and fifty. I have a four K TV, but I opted not to get the HDR version. Of oh it. no! Yeah. You opted against it, like specifically. Well, because it, it, it saved me like four hundred dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and apparently, really? and apparently, like. HDR TVs right now are like still so in like the infant stage, yeah. and, and you want to wait a couple of years to get the like the real, oh the real HDR. Yeah, because like they're I think they they measure it in lumens, and like right now they're right. like four thousand, but you want like ten thousand. I never thought what? I would hear the word lumens twice on one podcast. <laughs> like, what is going? We hit on? a record, a new record. <laughs> Too not many. Luden, not Ludens, by I, the way. I have Luden. to say I know, that I Sony press conference. I feel like is the first time anyone like really made an attempt to understand or sell HDR. Yeah, TV I agree. Ever so mm. it's still not like been effective sold I think to the to the gaming public I like how we just have like a new little tech thing to like you know, complain about on the internet. Well, that's only four thousand lumens. Mine's five thousand. <laughs> Mark Cerny made me. Uh, Mark Cerny made yeah. me comfortable about. It. He's got that voice that like I'm talking to. Like you're my 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 child. My, my father's talking to me like in my crib, and I'm like, yes, Mark. Whatever <laughs> sounds like whatever. You Mark, say. I'm, I'm looking at this stuff that you're reading, and not to pop open the tall boy can of worms, but like, did you guys not talk about Super Mario Run yet? We did not. That oh, happened yeah. since the last podcast. It that's it. That's in there. I believe record we'll off, there. Record, record <laughs> skipping on the player. Yes, noise, JJ. Yep, that's me. You might be wondering how I ended up in this situation. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's just like that was the were that was the yeah. weirdest thing. To, like, so in Japan, that all that happened while we were sleeping. There was the Apple conference and yeah. the Sony conference. You guys were twelve hours behind. You yeah. all woke up and you were like, "What is this?" Yeah, and so like the not I me, mean, totally I stayed not up for the whole thing. Yeah, the Apple like, yep, conference. Okay. I was yeah, that finally happened. I was just expecting the Apple com- Apple conference to be, uh, uh, let's talk about no headphone jack and here's an a, a new iPhone. Very Johnny great, epic great John, moves. John, Johnny Ive like Courage. talking about whatever the fuck he talks about, and then like the PS Pro to be like the thing I wake up and be like, oh my god, this is amazing. But then I wake up and I'm like, oh, what the Mario for iPhone? And then like I see footage of Miyamoto on stage, and I'm like, what the. F- fuck is happening what did i wake up to big bill yep that's right and bill yeah show, oh and, and also hideki kono like yeah. one of the world's most just, accomplished game designers just kind of they just like really off to the driving side. on the side of the stage just like I mean, very, very, oh very reputable people sometimes it's true demos, it's true so yeah saying. yeah <laughs> and highly yeah. irreputable people as well <laughs> i don't care about super mario run because it's not the fire emblem or animal crossing mobile game so which got delayed which got delayed for super mario run i was excited for they did say that they decided that super mario run was that is actually the article that's you're looking BS. at right there. That's All big right. fat. When BS. did it get delayed until uh, 2017? Probably oh, well. spring. 2017. Yeah, it's say, still, still going to be this fiscal year. Fiscal okay. year. And yeah. also, they said that they're not going to do five games. They're going to do four games. I feel like there's a whole podcast worth of stuff to talk about here, though. And I don't know that we could get. It. I, I also feel I know, like I've I argued about this with no, so many people this week about this whole touch situation. On it, though, though like, you've argued. What's the argument? Give me both well, sides. The argument. There's a, there seems to be a contingent. I mean, I know some people, some of who were on the podcast earlier tonight, even who like feel that like you know this is like a big disappointment that it's a runner 
and that it's not a real Mario game. Hmm. And and I just feel like you're missing the point yeah. if that's what you think. Because I don't like, want to play a Mario game on my phone. Fuck no, that. nobody wants to play a shitty virtual D-pad thing or any of that crap. And like the whole point of this, from their perspective, is to bring new people into the fold and maybe get them interested in a real Mario game exactly. while making a gazillion dollars in the process. Like, yeah, but runners are for chumps. Like those are that's like the most low level way to bring someone. Uh, Jose, Jose, Jose from IGN played it and said it was great. Yeah, but he's a fanboy, so true, oh, true. But I, but you know what? He's not here defending I himself. Love Jose. He's the only major media, so you're welcome to call him a fanboy. That's right. He was invited. He, he was invited, invited many times. In vertical format. Shame. That's my biggest concern. Shame. Okay, Shame. But, but okay. To give Jose props, he's not here because he's writing stories for you guys. So whatever. But yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't want to totally throw I, one I the think, bus. I think that I, under, I totally agree that it, I mean Nintendo has come out and said you know we want to do this so that we can get people get more people and yes. then get them interested in yeah. playing our quote unquote real Nintendo games right yeah I kind of think that like you know this might be the next real Mario game you know what I mean Ew. like this this might be played this is going to be played by more people than any Mario game possible well that's ever. if you, that's if you define real to... Mario game by like the number of people who play it and access it but but, no, but, I, but there I, is I going to be a real on, Mario game people might play this and go Nintendo's thinking people are going to maybe people are going to play this and go wow this is so good I'm going to go play this other Mario game on and that's buy their the hope. next or people might play this and go wow this is so good When's or they the could play it and be like, that's screw this, like it's Runner, yeah. goodbye. When's that, the next game that's exactly like yep, this That one? ties into for what I was... Phone. I no, want sorry, games I mean, for my phone. And I wonder how much is them... I mean, they, they have a lot of mm. reasons that they have to mm. say everything, but I wonder how much of it is them is they don't know and they want to play both sides. Like, we're going to sell this... That might become their business, like a huge exactly, part of their business. Yeah. So it's no. not. I don't. I don't believe for a second that it's a pure play in introducing it pe- to people to their characters I that are going to buy. It. I it think they. Cool. That's an aspect of it, though. but that's going to get smaller. They and believe smaller. that, though. I honestly think they believe yeah. that, but I think they're going to put it out. And as with Pokemon Go, and as with the next two things they do, they're going to make so much money that. NX is going to be the last like traditional Nintendo console. Like whatever's what next is going. To- no, no, no. So guarantee it. I guarantee it. If you like, honestly, like guarantee it. If you like, if you like Mario games, and I you said make traditional, I did not say last Nintendo. By himself, if you like like Nintendo games as they are right now, you had better pray to God <laughs> <laughs> or, or you science. Throw, throw your phone in the whoever you are. Praying, you better Dolphins. sacrifice animals to Neil deGrasse Tyson or whatever it is that you do mm. because. That the NX is a success because if the NX is not a success. It's it's more Mario Run. Well, let let me quantify that a little that. bit. Oh, that's that's money. Let me just throw in a little more because I know this is a big failure. NX will be around for a while. I think we're talking five to seven years. And I said traditional. Like they, I'm not saying they're not going to do another thing that connects to your TV, but it will not be the sense like whatever we think of consoles as they are now. They're well, going to make NX is going to be what we think of consoles. Well, as they if it are plays now. Zelda right now, we at least know that it's not like some hat you put on your head or whatever. Like it's like you know, it's like <laughs> yeah, we don't know that. We know that a hat. That they plays the game. Zelda it could be eyeballs. a sentient human it's, that goes yeah, into our homes. That sounds amazing. With so, a screen yeah. in their belly, like a jar of goo that you dip be. your hand into, and then you <laughs> think the game. I think they do genuinely see this as like a thing to get people to their console. But no, in the process, in they're right, going to understand. Pokemon proves. Pokemon proves that. That, that's true. There is an effect, like what based on the yeah, pre-orders. Sun and Moon so is going to sell Pokemon, a million copies. Pokemon yeah. Go. There is that effect, but it's not just that. Is the mm. thing that I'm saying. It's kids. It's kids because all kids play games on their iPhones, and yes. they will get to know these characters, and they'll want to play other kinds of games, buy the goods, 
See the movie. Mm-hmm. Buy the kids. It's, see it, the movie. But are they you are right to, that Nintendo right, has lost the, the kids, jump. and they're yes. they have been trying to. They've been doing like kids events at E3, where like Miyamoto goes and just like hangs right. out with kids. Yeah, like, they're they want those kids but, back. But nobody's but arguing that. The argument is: Are those kids going to then say, "Oh, I'm going to buy this other dedicated thing that I'm going to put in my bag"? They, or, they no. Wait, wait, wait. No. Or are they going to say, at to Chris's point, I'm really excited for the next no. thing for my yes. iPad no. or iPhone? No, because their parents will be like, "Hey, there's this other." thing. The parents are going to be making the decisions, right? They want to play more Mario games. Well, there's this dude, other what Mario. what parent is going to do that, though, when they could just get... They already have you the phone. The fucking kid of an iPad, dude? Yeah, sucks. exactly. <laughs> no, believe exactly. me. Believe me. My, yeah, my, child, my, my child has a 20-word we'll vocabulary, and one of those words is iPad. Yeah. No, believe me. Like, people don't want... No, fuck you. I'm not even shitting you today. People don't want... That's not a surprise at all. That's not a surprise at all, though. People don't want their kids staring at iPads all day, like, another kind of more involved game would be something that you would buy for Christmas. Like, if they are a Mario fan, they love Mario, they play Mario Run, well, you know what? There's these other Mario games you can play, and they would buy them. That, I is, a, that is a nice story. Completely great... disagree with I think you, that, but I, think I do not what... see that. That's That, to me, is very unlikely. I think that there's a likely chance that a lot of people will do that, but not enough for to make a difference versus, like, 70 bazillion people who have phones and hand down their old phone to their kid when they get their new phone, who can then play Mario on their old phone. Like, I think you're going to have more both. reasonable. I think you're going to have both, but I don't think like the iPhone version of Mario kills real Mario. So let's let's move Great. on. Can we just have a moment? A little bit. Well, yeah. I don't think it needs to kill it either because I'm not saying yet. it's going to kill it. I'm not saying it's going to kill it dead. I'm saying that like the effect that this might have might be more to create more demand for Nintendo phone the, products than yes, it does for Nintendo exactly. phone consoles. Yeah. And, and I think Nintendo's appetite for making those and profiting off them is mm-hmm. also going to increase. Right. And we're in the awkward like teen years of like this whole phone thing. Like, yeah, the controls mm-hmm. suck mm-hmm. ass, but like five years from now, maybe there will be a way to legitimately play consoles style games using your phone device and then you don't need an NX anyway because you've got your phone you've got your built in audience where Apple's like promoting your game thing, two months before or it's out or I want to interject here is that I mean I know you hate mobile games well no I think one thing this is what people want go Jake you have the floor you have the call Nintendo for years has fucking made their business off of a TV set that everyone's already put their money into right the iPhone is no different in theory yes you gotta pay 30% sucks to be you I'm sorry but the fact is that people have already spent their big bucks and they all have this device. It's mm-hmm. no different to piggyback onto that device than it is onto a TV, in theory. Yes. So well, I'm, I'm, it's a little different in that you have to go through a store that somebody else owns, right? Uh, whereas on a sure. TV... Yeah, but you know what, though? If there's a gazillion more phones than there are TVs, then that's kind of a risk you probably have to take. I'm not sure where you're going with this, though. Are you trying to saying, say... I'm just saying it's really, in, in theory, when you stop and think about it, it's not that different that if you're going to stop the TV piggyback business and you're going to piggyback onto the new TV, which yeah. is everyone's phone, which is in their pocket all the time, like it's not a bad business model. No. Oh, that's like, what's it, going it, it on. It's just that, like, are you like trying to come to terms with this? You cannot recreate Nintendo Magic out. with a touchscreen. Okay, can't. wait. Not for the action games. Not so, yet. The, the so element, I'm hoping I, that I, there is I some sort like, of controller device or some like, sort of way to actually get good input into mobile devices and then everybody wins. So I'm going to say two things about this. Uh, one, I know that people are like freaking out this is a potential runner, but it's a one button game. Yeah. And if anybody makes good one button games, it's Nintendo. Yeah, if they make, can do it, it's them, for sure. Yes, but they it's make, never um, going to be the same thing. Jake, you should talk about okay. the microphone. You know. But the other thing I'm going to say is the thing that I uh, think about the Nintendo NX, <clears throat> and I, I don't really know where this theory is coming from, but the, <laughs> I feel like there's going to be a, a, a very strong tie between what we do with our phones and what we do with the NX. And I think if you look at Nintendo's 
uh, embracing of things like uh, Street Pass. You know, they use a, a, a dedicated hardware device for us to communicate with other Nintendo users. But we also have this phone in our pockets, and that's going to be a great way for us to communicate with other Nintendo users. Mitomo was a terrible version of that. Okay, but John, like, what, take one that? thing that you Nintendo there, take that? It, it was great for like ten hours. But like one thing that Nintendo does consistently is fix their bad ideas. You know, they they like, uh, you know, like uh, the the, the touchscreen uh, of the Wii U gamepad is not a great touchscreen. It's not a great tablet, but we have a much better tablet touchscreen in our pockets at all times. Or your kid has an iPad, and uh, there's going to be. I think that this is going to have a big relationship, a very strong relationship with the NX, and I think that stuff like, uh, you know, Pokemon Go and Super Mario Run is not only going to convince people to pick up new Mario games or new Pokemon games, it's going to offer a very strong, clear gateway for people to play hmm. those experiences on their TVs at home. That's a good... If they're smart, that that's exactly what... Somehow, they're tying those two things together. And the last thing I'll say is I do not believe for a second that the NX is going to come out in March 2017. Oh! No, we were Interesting theory. I'm with, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I'm I am also with you. Because I'm going to go get a beer. <laughs> All right, do that. Uh, yeah, like no way. the how much runway do they have? Like, but 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 there's the fiscal problem. Yes, if that doesn't come out, they kind of have to release it. I mean, because this year's been bad. Also, also, this is is it? also like, so if they have to release in the end of the fiscal year, which is March. How many sales are they going to have in that little tiny window before the next year starts? Uh, Why does it have to start this year? Also, what's like, difference? what's no. it going to launch with? Like, I don't know about you, but like, I've talked to developers that are like. Nintendo said, we want to make something for the NX. And we said, all right, what is it? And they're like, we can't give you the specs yet. Yeah, that's true, but, when is, but that's like that's been this happened yeah. like with the last few systems, I'm, right? I'm, like, we're we're last, it's beyond the normal now if there really is coming out to March. Well, my point the is secrecy, the, but the Scorpios announced they have an intent. They have a well, that was a different kind plan, of stupid, right? to be honest. CS Pro, like whatever. Like, it's all in the dirt, right? It's all drawn yeah, out. Jake. Like, everyone knows which vector these guys are going on. <laughs> right. What could these guys Jake. possibly have up their shirt that they are wor- worried about someone stealing and implementing into their next tech. Well, that's that's the million dollar yeah, question, well, right? We'll find like, out. That's exactly what what we need to know. But like to your point about sales, they just need to sell whatever they you know, ostensibly thought they would sell when they announced what their projections were. And so, you know, in their first week, they will sell like a good percentage of what they will sell in their first 6 months. So, it is still you know, uh, plausible that they could launch in whatever February or March and still hit the numbers that they said, assuming that they're on track yeah. with whatever they thought when they announced those. Why did but they ever go public? Why? My 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 thing, and we've said it on this Why? podcast no, before, is thirst. not only do they need to explain in like runway or whatever you have you the system, but like if they launch with four or five even just first party games, they need to properly explain and PR those too. And now you're in the fall where attention is really hard to get. And so it does seem Reggie difficult. just went on record at E3 saying we're not going to repeat the mistakes of the past. We're going to have plenty of third party single system back through Iwata, through through everything. They have always said that. And then they're, you know, games are going to come out steadily. They're not going to have a drought after the launch. Uh, it just, it just happens. These things. Yeah, development is... 8.4 does not agree with or endorse the uh, <laughs> opinions of our guests. <laughs> just just for the record there. Yeah. So, um, John, uh, I noticed uh, moving on slightly, but yeah. still in Nintendo land, um, they announced Pokemon Go for the Apple Watch, and 
coincidentally, you are now in the market for an Apple Watch. <laughs> it's actually, yeah, I am. The two are um, not related. Is I would say that it's like a nice bonus for sure. Um, but no, the main thing, the main reason why I'm in the market for an Apple Watch now, honestly, is that it's waterproof or water resistant or whatever. Because like the, re- I knew I'm gonna wear yeah. that thing in the shower or someday or something, and then that's it. So <laughs> now that that's not gonna, hey, I'm the guy who walked into Tokyo Bay. So uh, <laughs> you know, true. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm actually, I've always been interested in the health stuff. Now that it's got its own GPS and and you know it's cool that it has Pokemon Go too. I still play the shit out of Pokemon Go, so that's a nice you know plus. But yeah, I saw the number. I mean, of course the numbers are way down because it was they were crazy huge and unsustainable. But um, are you still finding people around? And- oh yeah, it's still huge. I okay. mean, uh, a friend of the show now. I just had dinner with him yesterday. He was like showed me this picture. Yeah, like he was out and like they found an Aerodactyl in like Odaiba, and there was like. 200 people running in mass no to shit. get this thing. Yeah, he showed all me a right. picture of it. It's insane. That makes me happy to hear. Did he get a far-fetched? Or what's the Japan? He got like three far-fetched. They're all over Osaka, apparently. Oh. I haven't got one yet. All right. Uh, yeah. Sonic Mania, we're not talking about that. Shovel Knight, Spectre <laughs> of Torment gets what? release window, spring 2017. Yes. It's cool to hear. Our friends. Japan yeah. release date, TBD. I guess. <laughs> TBD. On that. And uh, Hyperlife Drifter not coming to Vita and Wii U. Hmm. Health reasons. Health re- well, not just health reasons. Health, <laughs> health reasons, reasons of like the Wii U? a huge amount of effort for no return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you, maybe he's got health issues, but so does Vita. So yeah. That's oh, cool. oh. Dude, new one today. I, I saw mean, it. Damn. what are you talking about? Yeah, I like. No, I fucking went. I like when they announced new colors <laughs> for the Vita. I thought they. I want one. I'm like, why? I'm never gonna fucking play the thing. But I want that thing. I want it in my face. Yeah. Easy. When they Jake, <laughs> when they when they announced the new colors at the sh- the conference, I thought like they had accidentally slipped in old footage or something. Right? <laughs> you know but still, like maybe you guys have maybe you guys have noticed this being here. I mean, living in Japan, like you still walk into like the. Dude, neighborhood train. video store, which, by the way, there is still a neighborhood video yep. store, and fucking right there in the front, it's Vita games. Yep. It's yep. like, yep. I, I, yep. I live yep. in a yep. weird wonderland. All the time. Yeah. That's, their, that's their console. People, They're not buying home consoles. Yeah. Yeah. And people who buy physical that's, games that's buy what, Vita that's games. That's what I think Nintendo is trying to, like, replace with the NX. Yeah. I think Nintendo is trying to, yeah, they're trying to be the next Vita. And on that note, yes. What an ending. It's better than trying to be the next, like, PS4 in Japan. Right. Yeah, they they True. only sold four hundred nine PS fours last week. Yeah, so are that's, you? Well, uh, hold on though, but that's to be fair, thing. they they purposely they ended the stock the, because they're mm, bringing out Slim. Yeah, uh, that's exactly. Why. So oh, okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> you just end on that note. Actually, control the story. Race to the bottom. So thank you to everyone. We're going to wrap this up now, but thank you to everyone both here and who has passed on. And when I say passed on, I mean what? to oh. Otaru, the, the drinking <laughs> gathering yeah. that most people here are going to go to next uh, as well. But um, that about does it for this year's TGS Stravaganza. Um, wow. A whole three hours. Yes. Wow. Nice. Uh, uh, wow. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, we, we did ourselves proud compared to previous previous years, I think. Um, Sorry about all the crosstalk. Yep. Well, it happens. That's what you. It's that's probably what you already too. Nine people on your podcast. Talk, okay? This was a good. This was a good. Some good solid talk, JJ. Yes. So a little you know, too late for the apologies. Shit happens. But. We made an omelet. Some eggs were broken. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so why don't you uh, tell people where they can find the nice people where they can find us until next time? You can go to our website. I ate dash four dot jp i fucked that up um and our second home giantbob.com you can also go to polygon.com where you can find articles from all sorts of people 
and um, including Mike Porter and Phil Kohler, Wired.com for yeah. Chris Kohler, we're gonna give YouTube.com for right. Jason oh, Bento. Okay. Just do our own thing. We'll let them plug themselves. I will, okay, and then uh, yeah, you can find our thread on NeoGames.com and HanceGames.com, and I have a Redbubble account where I'm selling photos at Redbubble.com forward slash Justin Everson and go around give your Twitter name and Twitters. Yes, we have ours is eight four play and my personal is SBRSK. Mark MacD. Kobun Heat, K O B U N H E A T. Wired Game Life. You guys doing that podcast? You guys doing still, a TGS? Will still you do doing a, that podcast. Will you do a TGS episode once you get back? Once I get back, we'll do a TGSD briefings indeed. Cool. Game Life podcast. Right on. Plug away. Uh, I'm Mike McWhorter, and you can find me on Twitter at, uh, at Mike McWhorter, or sometimes I do stuff with Death Mountain, Death underscore MTN. Oh, yeah. Jake Kazal, J K O O Z A, Jakuza. Uh, I am John TV. Uh, at Alexa AC. At P. Kohler. Anybody else? Outlets, too? Like, Feel free to plug stuff you guys are writing and working on. Uh, this is Jason Bender from YouTube, J21Art. Anybody else? Mystery guests? No. Mystery guests be Twitter. So That's right. I, I actually yeah, should plug something. Um, yes. plug so my old book from 2004, uh, oh, which yes. a lot of, some of you old school uh, Tokyo guys remember that I wrote Absolutely. when I was here in Japan. It's called Power Up, How Japanese Video Games Gave the World an Extra Life. Uh, it's finally going to be uh, back in print uh, October Sweet. 19th. Um, and it's going to have a whole extra chapter, which I titled Iwata Dreams of Video Games. Uh, and it's all about nice. the life and uh, an nice. important work of Satoru Iwata. Uh, there's, there's some more updates too and um yeah if you like japanese video games which you're listening to this podcast you should check it out it's called Very power cool. up what's the best way to find it on amazon probably uh yeah search for power up kohler on amazon Let's, we'll put and, a link uh, in the show notes yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Cool. cool uh i'll throw in one one thing as well uh i just published the new cover story for polygon uh which is about the history of riot games um, I know here on this podcast, you guys mostly talk about games that no one plays, <laughs> but uh, if anybody wants to read about a game that everybody plays, yes. there's League of Legends. I I've seen no! some nice comments no, on Twitter. Was. You mean, you mean discount the, Dota 2, I think is what you oh. mean? Oh, yeah. Shots it's, got, fired. It's, got, it's got way more people playing. <laughs> we went like three hours without anyone mentioning Dota. That's okay. We I've can... seen some nice comments on Twitter about that. I think I have yes. that pocketed. I got to, I got to, to talk read. to the co-founders of Riot who don't talk to the press too often. Yeah, yeah. Very cool anybody Anything i'm gonna else? jump on this too since we're talking about books we wrote do it i wrote a book about kingdom hearts and it's coming out i think later this year or early next year with boss oh, fight books shit. is it explaining what the hell kingdom hearts is about yeah kind of okay great uh, bossfightbooks.com book. you can pre-order the whole season there's like some really cool stuff uh, we got a book on katamari damacy and super super mario brothers 3 as well so like go check it out is the is the title of the book a fraction no, Ugh, it's not too late. To it in fiction? I know. I've thought about you it. I've thought it de- deeply thought about it. Mike, you got something? Oh no, I just wanted to mention that we uh, you can find our work at polygon.com right. or youtube.com slash polygon. You can also find more Phil work at riftherald.com. Nice. All right. Very cool. Jake, seventeen bit, seventeen dash bit. What are you guys up to there these days? We are on? cranking on. So the DLC for the Void stuff is uh, very close to coming out in Japan and Europe. 
Um, and then we were cranking on the mobile stuff, which is going to be kind of a big reveal. So uh, it's been kind of close to our chests, but we showed some stuff at PAX West. Went really well. Cool. Uh, the next PAX should be hopefully our big our big blowout. So next PAX like being the um, PAX, PAX South. The next big PAX. We okay. Still want to know if it's PAX East? <laughs> oh, slap in the face to PAX I, I've South. I've never been to PAX South. Ouch. Sorry. I mean, nobody goes. I love nah. PAX. Yeah. Nobody goes to PAX. PAX East is going to be a big. <laughs> Except like a million so. Texans. Yeah. There you go. We'll All see right. You uh, cool. Well, thanks again, everybody, for showing up. Thank you for listening. Tell a friend. And uh, until two weeks from now, who wants to take us out? Oh, oh, just um, I just want to shout out to Schoolgirl Zombie Shootbang, uh, whatever it's called. Uh, game of the show. Schoolgirl Zombie Shootbang. I thought the game of the show was the one with the guy. <laughs> Jake, keep going. Keep going, Jake. Continue. What the guy with Picture, the the guy with the, the groping you know it's Japan there's a lot going on <laughs> oh today. boob grope simulator <laughs> yeah I mean I don't even know what that was I just saw a picture I'm not sure but. yep that and that is the NX <laughs> yes